No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. Let's go! Fuck are ya? Good to see you. It's Friday night yet again. Wherever you are, probably. Perhaps, maybe not. Who knows? There you go. Hope you had a lovely week, because I certainly did. As always, so much to get through, so little time. You know the spiel. If you want to follow, you know where to do it. If you want to leave a tip, you know where to do it. I'm not telling you again. I'm sick of telling you the same thing over and over and over. Gotta start listening. Why do I have to keep coming out here and saying, uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you know where to... You should know that by now. When are you going to grow up? When are you going to learn? So many things going on in the world, ladies and gentlemen. And you know you know what we do here on this show. We focus on the big issues. We focus on the important issues. The things that we need to discuss with our full focus attentiveness and care and a sense of justice we take the somber path forward and carry this burden here on this program for you the idiot out there we do all of this for you no need to thank me but if you would like to you know where to go i mean i shouldn't have to keep telling you where to go no of course very important issues going on in the world And I thought we'd open up the show tonight appropriately, giving the world the the level of seriousness it deserves, nay, commands, because so much is at risk. I'm not necessarily talking about like a World War III situation or anything like that. No, no, that's not top of our list. I'm not talking about, you know, the world economy crashing and a new era of enslavement befouling us. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about your soul itself being burned for eternity in the pits of hell. I'm not talking about that either. I am, of course, talking about, ladies and gentlemen, Will Smith versus Chris Rock. It is the biggest deal. It's the... It's Hey, look, let's give Chris and Will some credit here. They were the only thing that was able to push the Ukraine off the front page. (laughs) So for that, I think they deserve our adjuration. Wouldn't you agree? (laughs) Thank you, Will. Thank you, Chris, Christopher. Thank you, William and Christopher, for giving everyone a break from the Ukraine. Now, here on this show, we're not interested in who slapped who for what reason or who started the fight. We're not interested in who started the fight, who's going to finish it, none of that shit. We are, of course, on this show concerned with how does this affect racism, ladies and gentlemen. I was was talking to someone after the event and they were of the opinion that, you know, should it have been a white actor who got up and slapped Chris Rock, then the whole discussion would be about racism. And I imagine that that's probably true in some circles or most circles. I'm sure that's a very common thought out there. But I've got good news for you. It didn't even have to be a white guy. It was 
It was still racism, okay? You're going to love this. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the man, the myth, the legend. Quote, Will Smith perpetuated stereotypes against black people with slap. (laughs) Oh, okay. So Will didn't have like a black guy moment, you know, (laughs) physically lashing out. No, no, no. That didn't happen. What actually happened was the perpetuation of racist stereotypes. Ah, okay. Do you understand? Do you see... Do you see why, my fellow peasant out there, do you see why we're so dumb and backwards and bigoted? I mean, how obvious is it? You've just got to view th- view events through a certain lens, and that lens is, yes, it's racist. <laughs> Joe NG in the chat, what? <laughs> yes, what, what don't you understand? You must be a bigot too. Basketball legend Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said that actor Will Smith's altercation with comedian Chris Rock at the Academy Awards, quote, perpetuated stereotypes against black people. (laughs) When Will Smith stormed onto the Oscar stage to strike Chris Rock for making a joke about his wife's short hair, no, that's incorrect reporting. She has no hair. I'll have you know. She has no hair. It's not short hair. It's not a crew cut. She has no hair. Please, please report accurately. Chris Rock for making a joke about his wife's short hair. He did a lot more damage than just to Rock's face. Unquote. Savage. The NBA's all-time leading scorer wrote in a Substack column published Tuesday, quote, With a single petulant blow, he advocated violence, diminished women, insulted the entertainment industry and perpetuated stereotypes about the black community. So is that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar saying, what does, what does he mean by this? <laughs> right? So Kareem, you're saying that, Kareem, you're saying that there are stereotypes? Is that, is that true or... Because, I mean, if he was perpetuating a black stereotype, then clearly then what are you referring to? What are you likening it to? What what real-life situation are you referring to, Kareem? Hmm? Where might one encounter, you know, somebody who may react physically to negative stimuli in the form of perhaps a joke or something similar? Where, would you, where, where might I find such individuals, Kareem? Interesting theory. The NBA Hall of Famer also wrote in his column that some fellow celebrities have agreed with Smith's actions towards Rock, noting comedian Tiffany Haddish's remarks on the altercation that romanticised Smith as a loving husband who defended his wife's name, my lady. My lady. Will Smith just became a character in a future movie called The White Knight. <laughs> and this is how the this is how the townsfolk view the White Knight, who is of course a black guy who says things like Damn. <laughs> Damn girl. Right? He rides like the lightning. Quote, actually it was the opposite. Smith slap was listen. Listen to this. Listen to this. 
Okay, so this this must be what Tiffany Haddish said. I've got to put my hand on my heart here. Do not know who the fuck Tiffany Haddish is. <laughs> Do not care to know either. Just just so you know. Don't want to know. Don't care. Female comedian? Already not interested. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So, <laughs> Tiffany Haddish, whoever she is, good luck to her. Have a good career and what have you. Now, these are her remarks on the altercation. Have a listen to this shit, mate. Quote, actually, it was the opposite. Smith's slap was also a slap to women. (laughs) Will Smith also slapped all women. Where do they get this stuff? These, These are the consequences that flow on from having... Reality is a, an extremely fluid and subjective experience. You know, the denial of reality leads to scenarios where, you know, people who have been brought up in an education system focused around the idea of there, you know, being no right or wrong and everything's fluid and in motion at all times, which, okay. I'm not even saying it's bad, but these are the consequences. This is what happens. This is what you get, Larry. You fuck a stranger in the ass. So now you have the situation where people, two people can sit there and watch the same thing and, you know, one sees it as a perpetuation of racist stereotypes. The other one sees it as a, an attack on all women. <laughs> You're not even close to agreeing on what reality is. Not even close. People don't really have conversations with each other. They pretend. They throw they throw words at each other, but nobody's really listening. <laughs> Quote, actually it was the opposite. Smith's slap was also a slap to women. <laughs> if Rock had physically attacked Pinkett Smith, if what? Okay, what if a, a suicide bomber blew up the building? What if then? What if you couldn't get a you know a mocha latte? in the lobby before you walked in. What if? Fuck. <laughs> Actually, it was the opposite. Smith slap is also a slap to women. If Rock had physically attacked Pinkett Smith, Smith's intervention would have been welcome. Or if he'd remained in his seat and yelled his post-slap a threat, that would have been unnecessary, but understandable. Understandable. But by hitting Rock, he announced that his wife is incapable of defending herself. <laughs> well, got a point. Against words. So that's so it's sex. What he did was actually sexist, you see. <laughs> so in this in two paragraphs, in two paragraphs, he's defend he's either defending his wife's honor, right? Or he is attacking all women. (laughs) It's a fine line, isn't it? How do you know what to do? No. He was defending his wife's honour. Therefore, he's a misogynist. (laughs) Fuck. How? Where? Please enlighten me. Where do you meet halfway with these people? Where? Where is the compromise? Well, look, Will Smith was defending his wife's honour and, I mean, clearly only a sexist pig would do that. Oh? Yeah, I mean, it diminishes the empowerment of women. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's an old kind of classic trope and a bit of a cliche, but people really are too smart for their own good, aren't they? (laughs) 
sometimes. Quote, From everything I've seen of Pinkett Smith over the years, she's a very capable, tough, smart woman who can single-handedly take on a lame joke at the Academy Awards show. Abdul-Jabbar noted in his column that Smith's incident will allow more pundits to continue to push a narrative that black people are, quote, listen to this, quote, more prone to violence and less able to control their emotions, end quote. It's not my quote. That is the quote from from the legend Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Which is incredibly racist, Kareem. Kareem, what we know is reality is fluid, my friend, and just because you're black doesn't mean you're not a racist. (laughs) Okay? Against black people. People are in a chat saying based. See see what you've done, Kareem? You've awoken now. You know, the kind of alt-right, alt-white, <laughs> seedy underbelly of the internet now. Now you're their guy. Slash our guy. <laughs> this guy. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> that quote again. Abdul-Jabbar noted in his column that Smith's incident will allow more pundits to continue... Pundits like yourself, Kareem? Because that's you're the one saying it, right? <laughs> you're the one bringing it up, champ. Oh, who are these pundits of which you speak? Does his name start with a K? Abdul-Jabbar noted in his column that Smith's incident will allow more pundits to continue to push a narrative that black people are, quote, more prone to violence and less able to control their emotions, end quote. Oh, Kareem. Also applauding Rock for handling the situation, quote, with grace and maturity. I don't want to see him punished or ostracized because of this one, albeit a big one mistake. I just want this to be a cautionary tale for others. (laughs) Not to romanticise or glorify. Hey, there it is. Thank you for the coffee, whoever got me a coffee. The Minister of Car Patrols. Thank you very much, sir. I'll have a look at that in a sec. Thank you. Uh, and I want Smith to be the man who really protects others by admitting the harm he's done to others because he's done harm. Clearly sexist, racist, and all the rest. The fantabulous Will Smith, ladies and gentlemen. If you thought that was it for the racism of, you know, what has this done to affect racism, end quote. I give you this sexy little number here. Whoopi Goldberg compares calling Hollywood out-of-a-touch elites to racism. Let's have a look. Co-host for calling out the Hollywood elite. Listen. But it was an assault. But then they gave almost a standing ovation. Some people feel like Hollywood elites are a bunch of hypocrites. We work, we collect a check, we got families, we try to do the same thing, the good stuff that everybody else tries to do. And it good really stuff. pisses me off when yep. people Ooh. start to talk Ooh. about... Ooh. 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 My, 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 we are snippy, aren't we? Hmm. <laughs> All right, calm down, Whoopi, fuck. Come on, mate. The same thing. The good stuff that everybody else tries good to do. Stuff. And it really pisses me off when people start to talk about yep. people who work in Hollywood. Right. Joe. Ah, uh, okay. Is that all we get? Thanks. Thanks for the clip. It's very helpful. 
Whoopi Goldberg has defended the star-studded Oscars audience for giving Will Smith a standing ovation after he smacked Chris Rock, saying that to call Hollywood types hypocritical, quote, elites is akin to racism. (laughs) The actress, who is back on The View after her suspension for saying the Holocaust was not about race, came to the defence Thursday of her celebrity colleagues after they dismissed Smith's onstage slap. Well, again, I, I, I do love a good outrage campaign. So answer me this. Are the Fox News types really going for, you know, outrage? Are they are they going for, like, he should have been arrested? <laughs> that, that kind of, you know, old lady response? Are they doing that? Hopefully they are. Because I do love a good outrage cycle. Even silly ones like this. Uh, Thursday, her celebrity colleagues, after they dismissed Smith's onstage slap with her shrugging, quote, stuff happens. Well, some people did something. That's true. Guest View co-host Tara Setmeyer, Setmeyer, I don't know who any of these people are, had been outraged by the ritzy audience's reaction, insisting there, quote, needs to be a lot of self-reflection in Hollywood. There probably is too much self-reflection in Hollywood, let's be honest. Self-reflection, (laughs) self-obsession... They gave Smith a standing ovation. He got the standing O. Which goes back to why some people feel like Hollywood elites are a bunch of hypocrites. Goldberg, who serves as the governor of the Academy's actors branch and won her own Oscar in 1991. (laughs) Quote, I'm sorry as one of those people I've got. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As one of those people, I've got to stop you. Quote, I just want to stop with all this elite stuff because... A lot of us work for a living, she said, insisting that, quote, some are making millions and dollars, millions of dollars. That's not everybody in the movie industry. Yes, but when people, whoopee, 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 when people talk about the elites, they're not talking about the guys who move the lighting rigs. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Don't you love that? So you have a crack at them for being out of touch and they go, uh, excuse me, I'm just the same as the janitor who cleans up in the par- in the parking lot. Thank you very much. We're all in this together. <laughs> oh, here we go again. No, no, no. It's, it's like Fauci. If you attack me, you're attacking science itself. Remember that? <laughs> Whoopi's the same. If you attack us, the, you know, the millionaire superstars, then you're attacking the poorest of poorest of movie employees. <laughs> How dare you? And I won't allow it to happen. I will not stand for it, right? Please, Whoopi. Whoopi, you're embarrassing yourself. (laughs) Quote, I'm sorry. As one of those people, I've got to stop you, Goldberg snapped. I just want to stop with all this elite stuff because a lot of us work for a living. While some are making millions of dollars, that's not everybody in the movie industry. And it really pisses me off when people start to talk about people who work in Hollywood. Not just actors, but all the other tho- folks. No, no, Whoopi, nobody talks about the other folks, mate. The other folks. Nobody cares about the other folks. The other folks probably hate you too. <laughs> right? They probably don't like you either. For them, it's just a nine to five job. Unfortunately for them, they have to go to work where you are. <laughs> it really pisses me off. When people start to talk about people who work in Hollywood, not just the actors, but all the other folks. So please, when you're talking about actors, be specific. No, no, the elites is specific enough. We don't have to make it any more specific. Nobody, again, when we talk about out-of-touch elites, nobody is ever going to assume we mean the fucking valet at Universal Studios. Okay? It's not him. 
Hmm? Jose, come here, please. Jose, are you behind this whole elite scheme to... Do you want me to park your car? I get paid to park the car. You know, you know, Jose, they're attacking you for being one of the elites. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Go back to park the car now. Okay. Thank you, Jose. Somebody think of Jose, the poor fucking guy. Quote, if you're pissed off about somebody or how they act, don't put it on all of us. <laughs> because that's like saying all black... Listen to, listen to this. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg, quote... If you're pissed off about somebody or how they act, don't put it on all of us because that's like saying all black people like chicken. What? Oh, Gizmo tip $10. Thank you, sir. Go buy yourself something pretty. Something pretty. That's very nice of you. I will. I'll go get myself something pretty and make all the girls go, <laughs> Look at you. That's what I'll be going for. All right, let me check this uh, coffee situation. Oh, come on. There it is. This was sent through by the Minister of Cart Patrols. We don't have... Oh, fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> We've played this guy a few times before on the show. What's his name again? Um, Andre Antunes. He just does a little, like a little metal jam, a little metal riff over the top of a video. You know, angry people screaming hysterically and whatnot. So let's have a look at this. Thank you very much for this. The Minister of... All right, now we do have a Minister of Car Patrol. <laughs> because we've got we've got the, you know, the head of the Car Patrols, but that's more like a military role. That's your winning TV. You know, he's the general in charge of the Car Patrols of Boogistan. So I'd, I've never considered having a Minister of Car Patrols because that's kind of taken care of. It's a pseudo-military wing of the government. I don't know if we need a minister. For cart patrols. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe we need a liaison to, I don't know, work with them about budgets and whatnot. So maybe that maybe it's something we can look into. Tell you what, go hang out with the cart patrols. Go through basic training because you need to understand where they're coming from before you could even be involved in the cart patrols themselves around Boogie Stand. Do three months with the cart patrols. <laughs> Learn their tactics, then come back to me. Not Renee with the diamond. Thank you for the diamond, Not Renee. All right, let's have a look at this. Andre Antunes, the Oscars. Fucking mad! Wow, dude. Wow, dude. It was a G.I. Jane Joe. Okay. 
Fantastic stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Lovely. Thank you very much. Isn't this fun? (laughs) Whoopi Goldberg, that quote again. If you're pissed off about somebody or how they act, don't put it on all of us because that's like saying all black people like chicken. (laughs) Whoopi Goldberg. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. If, again... Let me let me sum this up for you. Let me sum this up because you're the idiots out there, obviously. You're the peasants, you know. You're not smart and cultured and enlightened like Whoopi is. <laughs> All right? So you need this explained to you in a way that makes sense. Okay. If you if you accuse the very rich celebrities of being out of touch and elitist, you're a racist. <laughs> because that's like saying all black people like chicken. Which apparently is not true. Don't forget, you may just be perpetuating stereotypes. <laughs> oh, really? It really is a minefield out there for people, isn't it? This is sent through by Daryl. Let's have a look. Most people have not seen... Look at Jada's reaction. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Janger. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? So I can go. That was the greatest night in the history of television. Okay, what's it? She hasn't reacted yet. Okay, there was no reaction. That's weird. It said on the TikTok. Is that the reaction? That there was no reaction? Because it said on the TikTok, look at her reaction. But then, like I said, but there was no reaction. Anyway, there you have it. We're done with that shit. Moving on. Get back to some safety. It's been a while since we talked about safety, and I know a lot of you have been sitting at home waiting for me on this show to tell you how safe you are. (laughs) You've been sitting there on the edge of your seat week after week after week after week, loyally tuning in to the wireless, waiting for an update from the front, the COVID front. Well, I have returned against all odds with God on my side from the war, from the COVID war, the struggle. And I return with good news. We're finally getting this thing licked. All right. Congratulations. Good job, everyone. Well done, everyone. You earned this. We're finally getting on top of it. Check out what our Canuck bros are doing up there in top America, in America's hat. BC Health Minister responds to American, uh, to American, to American. BC Health Minister responds to Human Rights Commissioner's letter on hasty end to mask mandate. Let's have a look. Well, firstly, the provincial health officer uh, and the provincial health office makes these decisions after after uh, significant consideration. That provincial mask mandate had been in place for a significant period of time in BC. Okay. And uh, it and those uh, measures that are taken. Those provincial health measures are, are considered every day against the evidence we see. And so after very careful and due consideration, the provincial health officer 
gave, uh, made a decision. I like his tactic. He bores everybody to death. That's his weapon. Is his sheer, you know, boringness, <laughs> in insurmountable plainness. This guy. Be wary, be wary of the ones who are painfully boring, because they are the ones who last the longest, aren't they? Look at every old politician that's still that's been there for the for you know the longest time, 20, 30, 40 years. They're the boring ones, because they they just quietly you know push their paperwork through. They quietly do what's asked of them. They make sure that they are not entertaining in any way, shape, or form, so they can skate through on their career and never have to deal in great detail with the media. <laughs> Get paid your six figures. I, it's the worst kept secret in politics. Ideally, the people who work in politics actually want to be on the side that's not in power. And you might say, but that's crazy. You don't get to make the decisions. Exactly. You get slightly less money and you have none of the responsibility. You can just stand up and poo-poo everything. You can say everything is a bad idea because it doesn't matter because you don't have the power to not to change it. But you get you get to, you know, just be on the attack all the time. You know, oppositions never play defense. It's the government who has to play defense. So you just attack all the time. It doesn't really make a difference because nobody really cares. And you get a bit, roughly the same amount of money. <laughs> so it's it's the easier job in politics to be in the opposition, to be in the losing side. Then you don't have to be held accountable for anything you do. And people like this have a talent for boring their enemies to death. <laughs> Mental health measures are, are considered every day mm-hmm. against the evidence we see. And so... After very careful and due consideration, the provincial health officer gay, uh, made a decision. Gay? Uh, based on that evidence. The, pro- uh, the provincial health officer gay? <laughs> wow, breaking news. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight on the Daily Boogie, you learned the, that the provincial health officer for British Columbia in Canada is in fact gay. <laughs> End quote, health minister. Health minister says, you gay. He gay. <laughs> you see, and so after very careful and due consideration, yep. the provincial health officer, gay. Uh- gay. After a lot of consideration, the provincial health officer, gay. <laughs> nice. Thanks for letting us know. Appreciate it. Uh, made a decision uh, based on that evidence. And I think... Um, her decisions and her consistent, thoughtful, balanced approach has been important. Secondly, uh, the decision was uh, given after considerable, I think, uh, uh, notice. In other words, uh, the provincial health officer, and you'll remember this, uh, Richard. Uh, I will never forget that he is in fact gay. Uh, said uh, that these measures would be considered on a particular date about a month in advance of the decision being made. So lots of notice was given. Thirdly, Thirdly. Nowhere in Canada has the needs of the clinically vulnerable been considered with the priority they have in BC. Hey, I mean, you know what? This guy, is he's, he's very good at what he does. I'm now bored to death as well. He could be announcing concentration camps and I'd be like, oh God, whatever, hurry up. <laughs> this, is, this is why the boring ones are so fucking dangerous. <laughs> 
even seasoned political campaigners, seasoned political watchers can still be bored into submission by the by the most talented obfuscators. Fuck me. Okay, I guess they're... What are they doing? BC Human Rights Commissioner is calling on Provincial Health Officer, who is gay, Bonnie Henry, to... <laughs> I don't know if he's gay or not, or she's gay. I don't know. I'm just going off what he said. <laughs> BC's Human Rights Commissioner is calling on Provincial Health Officer, which, who may or may not be gay. <laughs> Dr. Bonnie Henry. Oh, Bon- Ah, oh, Bonnie Henry. Good old Bonnie. <laughs> to bring back the COVID now. Now we don't know if they're gay or Scottish. Okay. Ah, the Bonnie Prince Charlie Henry. To bring back the COVID-19 mask mandate. Saying it's, quote, hasty end will have profoundly unequal effects on society. Oh, that's why he's boring. He's saying if we get rid of the mask mandate. Oh, shit, I see. (laughs) All right. Only jurisdiction to do that with respect to booster doses. We did a significant, uh, in terms of vaccination. Okay, we're very proud of ourselves. And in every other area of health. Okay, so we don't believe, basically what the the government is saying is we no longer believe in the science. We no longer trust the science. We're we're going our own way from now on. Remember, you've been told the science has changed. It's different now. The science has changed. Now you can take your mask off and it's perfectly fine. It's normal. It's okay. It's good. Oh... You mean I don't have to be afraid anymore? No, not until next time. We'll let you know. We'll let you know what the variant is next time. You can be afraid again then, but definitely not now. Oh, good. So you were told that the science has changed and this is now what the science is. Off with the masks, skip around in the fields, do fun things with the family. Oh, good. But there are some out there who care so much about safety who care so much about protecting your right to live <laughs> that they are willing to lock you up indefinitely in order to achieve it. And I say, brave decision, sir. Bravo. That's what real leadership looks like. Yep. I think we should preemptively lock everybody in their homes because that's what a real leader would do. A real leader would lock everybody up now gutsy decision, sir. We don't... We trust the science. Well, they said you don't have to wear the mask anymore. Eh, well, we don't trust them that much. <laughs> oh. I mean, you wouldn't want to be a science denier, would you? No, of course not. So you're ready to take the masks off then? No, definitely not. Don't be a bigot. You know, if if everybody takes their masks off, it's going to be worse for black people. It will be unequal. The poor black people and the poor, you know, whatever people, whoever, all of the poors out there, they're going to suffer the most, you see, because even though we've done such a good job with rolling out the, the well, we can't say cure, can we? Rolling out the treatment. Yes, that'll do. We've done such a good job rolling out the treatment. We've done such a good job with all of these other measures that if we were ta- if we were to take the masks off now, two years into it, I mean, we would lose all of our momentum. 
And we can't do that. Think of all of the pores out there who will instantly catch COVID and die. We can't allow that to happen. So I'm afraid everyone must continue wearing them, except me during press conferences. Forever maskers is a is a good term. We spoke about that. We spoke about that very concept on this show when it was going on originally. Remember, I said you watched. They've people have been battered so viciously, you know, through popular culture and celebrity and media and whatnot, that some of them are now going to be wearing a mask for the rest of their life. They're like like they'll never recover from that from that fear campaign. You know, they'll, they'll be, in 30 years' time, you know, a 70-year-old or thereabouts or a 60-year-old, and they'll be they'll be talking about how um, ever since COVID, you've got to be careful, all the germs that changed the world. And the kids will be going, what? What do you mean? <laughs> and it'll just be, you know, another old person story. But they'll, they will be, they've been psychologically damaged from the whole two, last two years. And you know those those that that consequences tree is yet to bear fruit. <laughs> like it's it's starting to bud now. We're starting to see a little bit of it. The forever maskers, great term in the chat. Especially long-term care, but people living with uh, who are clinically vulnerable in the community. So yes. the evidence is that we have a provincial health office and a government that's given absolute priority. Uh, to the needs of the clinically vulnerable and all the actions they've taken. Okay. And that priority continues to be the case. Okay. Yep. So the entire population's rights need to be removed in order to protect the vulnerable. When, you know, when people have argued with me before saying that this is a, you know, a necessary evil and we'd like not to be doing it, but we've got to keep people safe and whatnot. I'm always like, no, find another way. <laughs> oh, what? Don't you care about keeping people safe? You know, we've got to, it's so dangerous out there. And it's like, yes, but you can't address one issue by, by creating another. <laughs> Sir, how are we going to get, you know, how are we going to get the snakes out of the city? Oh, well, we found this monkey that eats the snakes. Okay, well, what do we do? Well, that's the beautiful part. In the, in the winter, the monkeys will just freeze to death, you know? <laughs> well, we've got to get a snake to get the birds. But now we're stuck with all the snakes. We need a gorilla to eat the snakes and then hopefully the gorillas will freeze to death in winter. Well, we want to address we want to address the vulnerability of people when it comes to catching this disease. What are we going to do? I know, why don't we lock everyone up? <laughs> why don't we make it a crime to show your bare face in public? <laughs> That'll help. No, we shouldn't. No, 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 cuz now you're just creating the other now you're creating a freedom problem. That's not a solution. It's just a different problem. <laughs> Yet we allow them to we allow them to kind of dictate dictate to us that what the solutions are. Only they know. And they know that it's actually a good idea to remove basic fucking freedoms from people. They think it's a wonderful thing to do. Hey, keeping everybody safe, it's serious business. Don't you care? We trust the science. People, of course, uh, can disagree with the um, the uh, health advice. Oh, good. And, yes. And, uh, they, of course you can disagree. <laughs> but then, of course, if you do, you will be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> huh. 
Hey, are we allowed to have a protest against the lockdown laws? No, but you're allowed to protest. What? Well, we believe everybody has a right to protest. Okay, can I protest the lockdown laws? Well, no, I'm sorry. That would be a violation of the lockdown laws. However, we do believe everyone has a right to protest. (laughs) Oh, can I protest then? No, unfortunately, that would be breaking the law. But I'm protesting against the law. (laughs) Well, everyone's got a right to protest. (laughs) You, You see how this works? Now, of course... People can have their own opinions out there about the laws, but we will arrest you if you don't if you don't follow them. <laughs> it's the meme. This this man approaches you in a hospital hallway and offers you a mask. What do you do? <laughs> what do you do? His special talents are boring you to death. He has a million hit points. Nothing you say can bring him down. He is the unbeatable boss. To be the case, people, of course, uh, can disagree cool. with the um, the uh, health advice. Yeah, of course. And, the, and it provided uh, of course by they the can. health officer and her decisions yeah. based on the public health. Okay, so it is her. So of it's a lesbian. She is gay. Remember. But I don't think they can disagree with the fact that uh, they, are, they take place in a thoughtful way, in a serious way. It sometimes takes time. I do recall questions at this very microphone about why we hadn't taken decisions on some of these measures when other jurisdictions had, but we've taken a balanced approach and we're gonna to continue to do so. Balanced approach, that's... Okay. Cannot remove the mask mandate because that would be a violation of the human rights of the vulnerable. (laughs) And that, my friends, is what you call the balanced approach. Well done, Canada. Well done, Canada. You're doing super. Well, before you congratulate Canada for their level of safety, where would you put Canada's safety level? I'm going to give them on the Daily Boogie safe-o-meter, on the safe-o scale we have here, between zero, zero being the less, 10 being the most, how safe are you, right? I'm going to put Canada around a 6.8 on the safety scale. Where would you put them? How safety, quote unquote, safe do you think Canada is at the moment? How much protection are they giving their citizens, right? Would you say, is it tyranny level? That would be around an eight. Is it more... You know, oppressive military junta. That would be around a seven. Okay. Mob tech nine point nine. Well, I'm, I'm, I reckon they're about a six point eight on the safety scale. I reckon we have got them beat down here in my little country, Australia. When it comes to the safety scale, we are off our tits. Let me tell you. Have I got some wonderful safety news for you? Have a look at this. Ladies and gentlemen from Australia, children aged zero to four (laughs) added to vaccine injury claims scheme. Why would that happen? Why would that be happening? (laughs) Because it's safe, you idiot. (laughs) Because it's so safe. That's why they're being added to, you know, 
the injury scheme. The government injury scheme. Oh, good. Children aged zero to four will be added to the vaccine injury claim scheme as authorities prepare to roll out COVID-19 jabs to babies and toddlers. Babies. Now, unfortunately, if you do work for the government, this means that you're going to have to come up with a whole new advertising regimen because now you're going to have to try to convince a baby to get the jab against its parents' wishes, which is going to be tough. It's going to be tough. <laughs> Red man in the chat. We are the youth of a nation. <laughs> Sticking little pricks for babies. Lovely. Fantastic news. Told you, I told you we're so much safer <laughs> than Canada. This is wonderful safety. Children aged under four years old will be added to Australia's vaccine injury compensation claim scheme as health authorities lay the groundwork for administering COVID-19 jabs to babies and toddlers. While no coronavirus vaccines have yet been approved for children under five here in Australia, Health Minister Greg Hunt revealed as part of Tuesday night's federal budget that planning was underway for, quote, children aged zero to four. Finally. You know, when I hear that, you know what I think? I just think, fucking finally. Finally, we're going to sort out this problem. Little did we know the whole the whole time what we really needed to do to address COVID was to vaccinate them as soon as they come out of the vagina. <laughs> just... They, they slip out of the vagina and onto a needle. <laughs> All right. Get it in there. <laughs> Quote, Vaccination against COVID-19 remains the most effective way to prevent severe disease, hospitalisation and death, Mr Hunt said in a joint media release with aged care minister Richard Colbeck, regional health minister David Gillespie and mental health minister David Coleman. Wow, all of these health ministers. It's I'm glad to know that there are so many people who are paid to, you know, think about my health for me. It's so nice of you. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate all this governance. Quote, to date, more than 56 million COVID-19 vaccine doses have been administered around Australia and more than 95% of our population over the age of 16 have had at least one dose. The government is investing more than $1 billion over two years. So, okay, so two more years of rollouts confirmed. Okay, so there you go. So you can guarantee at least two more years of, you know, the awareness campaigns and the and the you know the press conferences about the case numbers and the vaccine numbers and at least two more years it's all guys it's already funded <laughs> it's already happening so there you go covid-19 will last at least two more years just two more weeks <laughs> just two more weeks you guys well it's two more weeks for two more years there you go congratulations The government is investing more than $1 billion over two years to ensure continued access to safe and effective vaccines for all eligible people. That means in political speech, yes, there's going to be advertising campaigns. Yes, don't worry, everyone's getting paid. Advertising campaigns, press conferences, you know, junkets, 
presentations, media events, wonderful. The the COVID gravy train will roll on for at least two more years. It's getting 500 mil a year. Plenty, there's plenty in there for everybody. Everybody gets a fucking taste. An investment of $690 million will see a vaccination, the vaccination program continue until the end of 2022. That's nice. And ensure that we are well prepared should medical advice recommend additional population groups be vaccinated, such as children aged zero to four years. And there you see there the child enjoying getting the needle there. Fantastic. Child receiving a dose of the Pfizer vaccine. Not mentioned in the wide-ranging health ministry press release, but quietly noted in budget papers, was the announcement that the government had extended the COVID-19 vaccine claims scheme to include children aged zero to four years. And fourth doses for priority cohorts to access compensation for claims related to the administration of the Therapeutic Goods Administration. We have so many administrations and commissions. God, just... It's just a swamp of just endlessness. It is a is a bog riddled, you know, it's a stench riddled bog that just stretches for eternity. And you're at the bottom. The scheme, which allows people who suffer serious adverse reactions to coronavirus vaccines to claim up to twenty thousand dollars for lost income, well, that makes it worth it. Medical bills and other expenses began paying out of the first claims early began paying out the first claims earlier this year after more than 10,000 people registered interest. Well, hey, 10,000 10, people have come forward to claim lost income because of severe reactions to this. Well, wow, that's interesting. Have we got it into the babies yet? Because everybody gets a taste. To be successful, claimants must have incurred at least one thousand dollars in losses. So that's that's the, you know, that's the trigger. You have to lose a thousand dollars first before you can say that you deserve money for it, which is nice. It's a nice touch. Show me a baby that loses a thousand dollars. What at the track? Put it on number four. Claimants must have incurred at least $1,000 in losses, spent at least one night in hospital, and be able to provide evidence from a doctor that the vaccine, quote, was linked in medical documentation to the injury or harm related to a condition identified by the TGA. The scheme will also provide compensation where the injury or harm caused or materially contributed to death, ladies and gentlemen. Good. So if you die, you can make a claim against the government. Claims of $20,000 or more will be assessed by a panel of independent experts. Good. Hey, hey, just what we always wanted, right? A, A panel of independent experts to decide whether or not you suffered. Ah, good. The health panels, they're back. I can finally... Gutsy decision, sir. Well done, sir. That'll show him. Claims of $20,000 or more will be assessed by a panel of independent experts and compensation based on its recommendations. Based. There you go. This one was sent through by Comfy Friend. Thank you, Comfy Friend. People who haven't had COVID yet 
probably have no friends, a Korean doctor says. <laughs> Press one in the chat if you have not had COVID. Press two in the chat if you have no friends. Which one are you? See a lot of twos. A lot of people have no friends, but see, this is the problem. Ones, you're also twos. Because thanks to, guess what? Science, everybody. We've got more science here. Science, get your science here. Get it while it's hot. I've got some science for you. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't had COVID, it's because if you pressed one, it's because of two. You see what I did there? Okay, so you haven't had COVID yet. Press one in the chat. Press two in the chat if you have no friends. Well, if you press one, then you also have no friends. So you were wrong. The right answer is the wrong answer. You'll, you'll catch on, don't worry. People, people who haven't had COVID yet probably have no friends. A, doc, a Korean doctor said. <laughs> <laughs> At, at real person, P-L-T-C-S. Thank you for joining us, sir. My old friend James, how the fuck are you, my man? Dropping a guinea on us, very generous. I have no friends and no sicky do. I'm just a loser. He's just a loser. Well done. Congratulations. Congratulations, James. James is a loser. There you heard it here first on the show. What can I say? We break the big fucking stories here, my man. I have no friends. I'm COVID free. How depressing. <laughs> People who haven't had COVID yet probably have no friends, a Korean doctor says. The doctor later deleted his Facebook post and told Korean media that his remarks were, quote, metaphorical. Oh, it was a metaphor. No, it was a metaphor. A metaphor for what? Having no friends. <laughs> you idiot. A Korean doctor claimed that people who haven't had COVID yet probably don't have friends. Ma Sang-hyuk wrote on Facebook last week that, quote, adults who have not yet been infected with COVID-19 are those who have interpersonal problems. <laughs> it took a while, but we're finally here. We now officially have COVID elitism. <laughs> yes, that's right. If you've had COVID, you're better than everyone else. <laughs> look, I've look, I've had COVID twice. I, what can I say? I'm a social butterfly. <laughs> you know, I have COVID just because I'm so fucking popular. That's really the problem. My real problem isn't COVID. My real problem is my fucking charm. <laughs> People just want to be around me at dinner parties. What can I say? I get COVID twice a week. <laughs> you know, when you're an exceptionally handsome and charming individual like myself, you can expect to catch COVID almost tw twice, three times a day. 
<laughs> Look at the scared little loser out there. He has no friends. He's never been sick. <laughs> what a loser out there. Stupid COVID loser. No COVID Nancy. Nancy boy. <laughs> what are you afraid to go out and get yourself a girlfriend champ? Play some real sports, huh? Why don't you go out there and play some real sports like a real man? Get yourself some COVID. <laughs> then you'll be a winner. Fantastic news. The vice president of the Korean Vaccine Society. They have a society. You know how people say, mm, you're acting a little bit like a cult when it comes to the jabs. Well, <laughs> show, me, show me an organization called the XX Society that isn't a cult. The Korean, the president of the, the vice president of the Korean Vaccine Society, a, a whole society dedicated to vaccine. Now, you know, so what do you guys do in there? Is it like the stone cutters, you know? Oh, <laughs> what are you doing in the, what, what happens in the vaccine society? Are there any kind of, you know, ritualistic sacrifices or anything cool like that? I bet they eat sushi off naked Asian girls in there. <laughs> the vice president of the Korean Vaccine Society, shut up, reportedly deleted the post after it was widely circulated, triggering criticism online. Another outrage campaign. Fantastic news. Days later, the doctors said to the news site daily his Facebook comments were meant to be, quote, metaphorical and that there was a misunderstanding. Yes, again, you're, you're the idiot. You don't understand. I'm gifted. I know better. In an interview, he said, quote, it emphasised how difficult it, difficult it is for anyone to avoid the virus in a situation where there is a high rate of confirmed cases in the area. There you go. If you haven't caught COVID, it's because you are a lonely loser. So that should put your mind at ease. Yeah. As you know, we like to, on this program from time to time, we like to track the latest and greatest in safety technology. And my attention was drawn to this next product, which I can tell you hand on heart, I am very, very, very excited about. <laughs> And I don't even want to, I don't want to get a deal with the product or anything. I don't want to help you sell it. Don't sign me up to a deal or anything. But I will promote the ever-living shit out of this for free. I believe in this. Because one, as a valued member of Team YouTube here, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do believe in safety, even if we have to force it on you. <laughs> because it's for your own damn good. Because you're an idiot, a peasant out there. You don't know. You don't know what's good for you. You don't know how to keep yourself safe. Luckily for you, we're here to do it for you. So, of course, any product, new product relating to keeping people even more safe than what they already are. <laughs> once, of course, once, of course, we get all the babies vaccinated very quickly, then we'll be a little bit safer again. And I really, I'm excited because I think this next product is going to be exactly what we need to take us to that next level of safety we've been striving so hard for. I want to introduce you to this thing, which is called the Dyson Zone, okay? 
boogie, that's just a set of headphones. Oh, ye Happy of little faith. <laughs> lonely loser tipped five dollars. Lonely loser. Imaginary friends are safety friends. That's true. <laughs> the lonely loser. Thrown in. <laughs> Thrown in the fiver. Thank you, lonely loser. Imaginary friends are safety friends. <laughs> what a lovely thought. Well, I don't know. If you're a lonely loser in real life, this next product might be, again, just what you need. This may take you to the next level, not only of safety, but persona. You'll get a renewed sense of confidence when you wear this device. I'm sure of it. This thing is called the Dyson Zone. And you say, but Boogs, it's just a set of headphones. Well, have I got news for you. Soon you can have a Dyson air filter for your face that also plays music. <laughs> Guys, this is not a troll. This is not a mock-up. This is this is a product. <laughs> Have a look at that. <laughs> Nobody cared who I was until I put on the mask. <laughs> Hi there, little girl. I know you like to be safe from COVID. What would happen if we took your mask off? It would be extremely painful. <laughs> you will go home and hide under a blanket. Then you have prime permission to die. <laughs> Fantastic! The Dyson Zone! What a way to get... Yes, it is an air purifier that straps to your face and plays music. Soon you can have a Dyson air filter for your face. That also <laughs> it's the excitement in the announcement that gets me every time. Guess what, guys? Pretty soon, you're going to be able to wear a fucking air purifier on your face. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, leave us. Soon you can have a Dyson air filter for your face. Ah, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is a nice touch. I think for what, maybe the second or third time. My old boy, Greeno, how are you going, mate? Welcome. I'm well, sir. Second second time. We uh, attended time. on the, the big birthday bash yep. and then a couple of years back, and then, yeah, second appearance. Second appearance on the show. Well, welcome aboard. It's good to have you on board. What do you think of the Dyson Zone? Are you Have you been paying watching at home? or? Not aware. Is this the Dyson Zone? This the, is the, the Dyson thing? Zone, yes. Uh, you have to explain to me briefly a quick 10-second uh, recap of okay. what the Dyson Zone is. Well, let me let, me let the experts do it for me. Soon you can have a Dyson air filter for your face. <laughs> whoa, 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 okay. So, so let me get this right. This, this yeah, is not aware, by the way, though. Yeah. Dyson makes vacuum cleaners. Vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! 
So this is effectively a face vacuum. It's a vacuum. At Real Person Field TCS with the Ninja Getty. Boogie's affiliate code is My Pure Mind. Thank you very much. Dave Zara in the chat. Yes, so this is a vacuum cleaner-like device or inspired device, if you like. It's an air purifier. It straps directly to your face. And, you know, in the next level of safety-conscious products, Greeno, it also plays blaring music directly into your ears. Nice. (laughs) So you can walk around with your purifier on your face and your headphones on. You know how you were angry? We've been talking about the last couple of shows on the starting block. Are you pissed off about the people who try to give you conversation at the supermarket at six in the morning? Have we or have we right. not just found the fucking solution to that problem? Look yeah, at this. Yeah, air purifier on the mouth. Yep. I still reckon they'll talk at you, though. That's yeah. the problem. Why are you um, talking to me? You can just yeah. do your Bane impression constantly. Yeah. Very good call, sir. I was like, <laughs> it is very Bane-esque, isn't it? Yes. Now we can just strap up the children. Let's have a look at this amazing product. Soon you can have a Dyson air filter for your face. Soon. That also so plays soon. music. <laughs> that also plays music. We've been waiting for this product our whole fucking lives. You know, we've yeah. just been sitting around. Please, one day, can I not strap something to my face and hear tunes all day? And jam I'm looking, out. looking forward to uh, when the kids sit on Santa's lap yes. at the end of this year and I'm like, look, uh, Santa, forget the forget the PlayStation 5, forget mm. all those things. Yes. I want the air purifier that plays the music into the ears. That's right. what, what more could you want? The strap-on purifier. <laughs> Give it to me. Yeah. The Dyson Zone air purifier. I mean, look at the- this just looks like a modern chastity belt. <laughs> it doesn't like, yeah, I was looking at it looks that. Looks like a like, gimp device. You read my mind, sir. They were the next words out of my mouth. There's a bit of S and M happening there with the the air purifier device. Yeah. Like, if we if we replace the purifier with a ball gag, nobody would bat an eyelid. <laughs> bring out the gimp. Yeah, bring out the gimp. Give sleeping. The Dyson Zone air purifying headphones are real. <laughs> She has to reassure us. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I, I guarantee there would be people sitting at home going, nah, <laughs> can't be can't be real. Yes, it is real. And coming this year, let's go over how it works. How? Show us how it works. This would be great. The Dyson Zone. So Dyson has made a whole new kind of wearable, one that delivers pure air to your nose and mouth. And... <laughs> You know what also delivers pure air to your nose and mouth? Nostrils and a mouth. Correct. <laughs> it's amazing. Mm. Why, like, yeah, look, I might be on board with something like this if we could, let's say, Greeno, what if we gave everybody like World War One era mustard gas masks? <laughs> now, I might be on board with that because they're pretty cool. You know, I like the way they look. You always look like a badass if you got one of those things on, you know. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of, I mean, it's very trendy. It's hip. I can see the kids loving this, Greeno, this device. Yeah, because the kids love wearing masks as is. Let's, they do. Let's whack, it, yeah. let's whack something else on their mouth instead. Yeah. Your nose and mouth. And it delivers pure sound with noise-canceling high-fidelity over-ear headphones. <laughs> So you can block out all the all the people yelling at you, going, "What the fuck are you wearing?" <laughs> you won't even hear the insults of normal people on the streets, <laughs> nor will you hear the warning honks of oncoming traffic. <laughs> it's a lovely solution to all of our problems. And it also would look awesome for your Mortal Kombat or Bane cosplay. Just a. <laughs> 
is that a big demographic for the Dyson people? We're going to go for the Mortal Kombat cosplayers. Uh, and Bane, we were joking about Bane. They're yeah. actually using it as a selling point. <laughs> right. No, no, no. <laughs> That's ridiculous. What? You look like you're, you're, you're pretending to be Bane. Great idea. Let's put it on the box. <laughs> a bit of picture of Bane there. Be COVID safe and a badass, just like Bane. Fun bonus feature. She's giving you cosplay advice. <laughs> what happened? What happened to the media, Greeno? Well, I think this is uh, the equivalent media of, you know, those uh, Daniel's direct ads yeah. and disguising it as news. Right. A little bit of product placement, you reckon? Just just a tad. Yeah. Correct. That's a great pause there too, by the way, isn't it? Have a look at that. Mm. Once again, <laughs> the look the look you'll give when you see someone wearing the, uh, the Dyson suck face mask. The suck face. That's a better name for it. From now on, it will be the Dyson suck face. Okay, you're into that? Okay. If you're into your cosplay. Because we are not used to this idea of wearing portable air purifiers, but... But we will be. <laughs> Can't wait, Greeno. We're not yet used... See the, the choice of words? We're not used to it. That means mm. you will be wearing one. You will get used to it. <laughs> Wonderful. What scenario are we meant? Is this just an outdoor wear? Is this an indoor wear? Oh, is it uh, special gosh. occasions only? I, I'm trying to work out when uh, is it the appropriate time to wear the suck face. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those that's, you know, all-purpose greener. And I think okay. you might have a range of suck faces. So you might have, like, say, let's say your yard work one. Mm -hmm. will have, like, an extra filter on the outside to stop hay fever or something. You know, it'll be green it'll be more heavy duty earmuffs for working outdoors and then you'll have you know your evening wear one <laughs> which which goes well with a nice gown flowing gown it'll look a little more sleek a little more sexy then you have your workout dyson suck face yeah. which is you know it has sweatbands built into it and a strap a strong strap to keep it around your chin while you're working your glutes greener which is mm -hmm. very important so i you I know like I, I can see growth in this product <laughs> Uh, honey, can you just uh, duck on out and get that he's going out, suckface? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big, we've got a big back. important meeting today, honey, at the office. Yeah. Go and get me the uh, my my Mont Blanc suckface. How about that? <laughs> this is a product that Dyson is serious about. The yep. company has been working on this for six years. Six years. Interesting. Which would, if I'm not mistaken, put it before COVID. Now. I don't want to get too conspiratorial here, Greeno, but I will point out that she does have the flux capacitor from the time machine in Back to the Future sitting right there behind her. Yeah. She's, she's stuck to the future. She's like, look, there's this thing called the vid down the track. Yep. Let's go back in time to start. Theoretically, they probably should have gone back before the vid yes. to get it all sold. But, uh, you know. Well, they did. They did, didn't they? Like six years, you know. Unless they think... Well, maybe this is how far from in the future are they coming, Greeno? Maybe the start of the vid, maybe we're still in the start. Maybe it's going to be like 10 more years of start before it even gets really bad. Okay, well, two more weeks. Yeah, two more weeks, guys. We're still in the two more weeks phase. Maybe that's what fucked them up. You know, they just thought it'd be two more weeks. Like, ah, put it in the back burner. And then after, you know, 200 consecutive two more weeks, like, we better, better start working on this one. <laughs> they, they, arrived, they arrived from 2050 sometime in like mid 2020. And they landed yeah. here and they said, okay, let's get a gauge for where we're at. Has it started yet? 
and somebody announced, look, just two more weeks of restrictions. And they, the people from the future think to themselves, okay, good. All we have to do is go back two more weeks, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two more weeks ago and try again because then it'll be the start. They just said two more weeks and then they keep going endlessly and they think, you know what, let's just go back to 2014 and start there. Yeah, start there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have it covered. Is, is the intent of the air purifier for COVID or is it for just general shitty air? <laughs> I think it's for... It's it's obviously for general shitty air, but it's you know what it would be amazing if there was like a little warning label on it and says this does not protect you from COVID. Uh, that real person BLTCS with the diamond. Thank you, sir. Combine with Oculus for full personal contact vids. There you go. So we should what James is saying, Greeno. We should get like the virtual reality glasses on this thing as well. And uh, now we're talking. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not covering my face enough. <laughs> Yeah. You know what we could do? We could we could definitely use the headphone with the virtual reality mask and log you into Facebook into Meta with it, and then you can go around in the virtual world, you know, yeah. not hearing anybody in reality, not smelling anything, <laughs> not seeing anyone. What a wonderful life it would be for all of us. Mm. Think of the safety we'll have, Greeno. Right, you, you make a good point there. The the odors, the lack of odors. If you're covering your mouth with the air purifier, you're missing out on. Do you reckon that uh, you'd be able to purchase like individual Dyson scents that oh. come through the air purifier? So you know, I walk past, you know, a bed of roses. I want to be able to smell the roses, but you got to hand over a sneaky fitty to to the Dyson people to be able. <laughs> you reckon? Well, you reckon you download press- subscriptions to smells? To smells, to particular <laughs> odors. Right. Uh, to, to, to still pump through in the air purifier. You press a little button, it comes through. Oh, there's the roses. That was worth my 50, you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, I would sign up to, like, say, a vanilla musk for a month mm. and see how that goes. Would it be like a Spotify account, Greeno? Yeah, exactly. So you might get the first month of cents free. Yeah. And then from there, it's, it's pay as you go. Right, of course. <laughs> yeah. But... This is a product that Dyson is serious about. The serious been about? Working on this for six, six years. years. More than 500 prototypes. What the? <laughs> now, now that's a main one. That first prototype. If what now, the if you, fuck is that? If you're it's, listening to the podcast. You are either, it's, that's either an air purifier or they're about to pull the plug because you're on life support. I'm thinking the latter. That's like the headphone version of Homer's car in the Simpsons <laughs> that he designs. If you're what, if you're listening to the podcast at home, uh, they talked about the prototypes for this great device, which is a purifier that straps to your face. And we see here one, and it looks like there's like a vacuum cleaner tube coming out the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's put together with sticky tape, Gruner. Fucking fantastic stuff. Types That's when they uh, bring your daughter to work day and they're like, ah, oh, I don't even do it. It's prototype day. Do you want do you want to put one in there? And she's like, yeah, Dad, I'll do it. That's the kid's version <laughs> of the prototype. Look what my little Sally made. I'm so proud of her. <laughs> she's got a talent, Bob. You bet your sweet ass yeah. she does. <laughs> Daddy's little girl. Eh? 500 <laughs> prototypes have been designed to get it right. There's even a patent application. Okay, look, now, I don't know if that necessarily fills me with confidence. Wait, it took you 500 goes to come up with headphones on a mask? On a mask. (laughs) 500 attempts to get this right. I don't know if that's a good thing. Look, we've created 500 uh, prototypes before we got to this one. It's like, oh, so you're really bad at this, huh? (laughs) 
application from back in 2018. Okay. So take a second and just process this. Please. You have Dyson, a massive company that is looking at how pollution and air quality are becoming a growing problem. Yeah. And their team said, yeah, we're going to invest years and years of labor in making this product because people will want to pay for a way to breathe better outside. By 2020, that will be the truth. And we know this because we have the flux capacitor. Um, I guarantee this thing is not going to protect you from COVID. I know. That's the beautiful this part is, about it. This is generally just for like, oh, you want, you want your air a little bit cleaner? Yeah. Here you go. Hand yeah. over a gorilla. Yeah. It's it's like, um, you know, remember the, the drama they had here with the hand washers, Greeno, the lotions? Yeah. And... You know, people were like assuming that certain hand wash items <laughs> would, would kill COVID. And of course, they were wrong. <laughs> and, you know, but they're all going out and mass buying en masse this stuff. But then mm. the companies are in no hurry to set them straight either. Hey, does no. this cure us from COVID? Well, it kills 99% of germs. <laughs> <laughs> you know? The 1% though happens to be the COVID, yeah. uh, unfortunately. <laughs> Is the 1% the COVID? Well, we don't know anything about percentages, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> Who could tell? I just tell you to trust the science, wash your hands, use our hand wash. I mean, it's great. Kills 99% of germs, don't you know? So it might be one of those jobs. It's it's going to be amazing that if this thing does nothing to stop COVID. So, yeah. Victor in the chat's pointed out that this thing's going to cause some massive uh, chapped lips. Ah, yes, be too dry a, in there. There's another opportunity there. Obviously, you can buy the, uh, the lip moisturizing attachment. The Dyson brand, the moisturising attachment. So you get your air in, and then every like half hour or so, right. gives you a bit of a chat. Yeah. Well, you chat comes in. Well, because you need a you need a humidifier now because you've taken all the humidity out of the air. So what you need to do is attach like a little tank of water to the side of it, and you that need to good. you need to run the air through the water. So you put a little moisture in the air, and that'll stop Brilliant. your lips from chapping, Greeno. There we go. There we go. Solutions. I Solutions. like it. So basically, walk around with a little tank of water and hoses coming out of it, and this you is, breathe is, through the some water. Great, some great byproducts. The Dyson can cash in here. Oh yeah. Like I'm I said, a whole range. The, greeno. The buying opportunities between the scents, the chaps, yep. the the water to go with the purifier. Yep. So good. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, not the bright future we like to think about because mm -hmm. we'll need breathing technology now. Ah. Um, I'll just try to cheer you up by telling you about all the cool tech inside. Is it just me or is she really annoying? She's very patronizing. Yeah. I'm going to show you about all this cool tech inside. Look, I've got cute robots on the shelf. Dyson has been in the air filter game for a while now, filtering both gases and particles from okay. the air. Okay. Now, Good. The is that what that thing is? I didn't realize that was an air purifier. I've seen them in the stores. I just assumed it was like a fan. Yeah. I thought it was like a Stargate to another galaxy. <laughs> How to get this same filtration tech in a smaller form. Okay. The compressor. Wow, it's so it's so technologically so advanced, Greeno, that it pushes the air directly around the sofa. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> hey? How good are Dyson? Now, obviously, they're room-filling devices, like this one here, which perfectly manipulates the air directly around the furniture. I mean, what technology? How do they come up with these things? Now, this, obviously, though, it wasn't doing a good enough job because now we need the, the purifier that you actually strap directly onto your face. <laughs> right? So what if what if you sat there on that lounge, Greeno, in the, you know, in the purified air kind of boundary there, which is protecting you from the rest of the air in the room, 
you're in yeah. there and you've got your purifier on your face as well at the same time. Is there is there any chance that you could be getting air that's too pure? Over purifying. Over purified, yeah. yeah. I believe. Well, I think if you're sitting on the couch, you're okay because that particular area isn't being purified at the moment. It is. If you walk into the purified uh, hurricane, if you will, yes, that's that's when you may be at risk of the over purification of said air, right. uh, and your lungs will simultaneously explode. It's it's uh, it's a risk, but you know, one worthy to take for the chance to have a big suck face. <laughs> so, uh, so you reckon if you walked into that lounge room now? You'd probably be lifted up off the ground and thrown yeah. around the room, like into the walls, because it's a, basically like a hurricane level intensity of purification taking place in there. Correct. That's right. right. Yeah. Well, see, that's dangerous. Now, in those situations, you want to be wearing your purifier to your face, because what if you get thrown out of the purification circle? Ah, true. Through the violent yeah. winds. You wouldn't want, to get, wouldn't want to risk breathing in any uh, potentially over purified air. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we'll have to come up with a different strategy for that. Yeah, we will. But that's okay. What if we just strap you to the lounge down now, so you can't move? Maybe that's maybe that's how we'll have to keep people safe in the future, Greeno. We'll have to strap <laughs> strap the purifier to their face and then strap them to the bed to make sure they don't go outside. Intech in a smaller form. The compressors are in the ear cups. That sounds. It all sounds very interesting. <laughs> it's got air compressors in the ear cups. It's wonderful. The air goes in through filters on uh -huh. the ear cups, and then with the visor, it's projecting two streams of clean air to the nose and mouth. Now, they had a lot of different ideas on how to get that stream of air to your face. Some prototypes are. We're back to the prototypes here. <laughs> Look at the prototype. That first one, I wish we had the first one. I'm going to be brutally honest. The one that looks like a 1940s diving helmet. <laughs> I wish we had that. Look at the big hose coming out of the mouth there, Greeno. Into like a vacuum pack that's strapped to the side of the head. Wonderful stuff. With and that's the industrial version by the looks of it. Yeah, oh, right. That's the one that you would wear, you know, like in the heavy machinery greener yeah you know. if you're rocking up to a work site that's the one you want to you want to crank out whereas right. the other ones are more going out yes uh, air purifiers yeah sleek design mm. looking attachments but this visor doesn't touch your face at all it right. snaps to the headphones with magnets great it just kind of hovers in front of your nose and always mouth. with the magnets <laughs> <laughs> You can adjust the size to fit your face. And you can just listen to music without the visor on, but you- But what's the point of that? I already have yeah, headphones. I've got headphones that don't cost a shitload and don't have compressors in the ears. Yeah. <laughs> you need the visor to get the air filtration. Right. There are three different air speeds for the filter and what- <laughs> Look, I'd love to think that there's like a high speed, so it's just like- <laughs> <laughs> Piercing air into your mouth constantly. <laughs> so whenever you try to talk, it's like when people scream when they're skydiving. <laughs> I think is neat is that there is this auto mode. So if you're just walking around, it's in a low setting. But if you start running upstairs, it's going to kick up to blow the air harder. <laughs> so hang on, you're pushing air out of your lungs at an extreme pace and it's sh trying to shove it back in. Yes. Wouldn't, wouldn't you expect it to be the reverse? <laughs> suck the air out of you. 
No, like as in, like you want it to be a bit slower because you, you're like you've got the exertion, so you're pushing out like really, really hard, mm. and then that's reversing the effect by pushing it in even harder. And you're like, no, I'm trying to get the air out of my lungs at the moment. Calm down. Yeah, I, I wonder if you know if you were wearing this thing on your face and you decided, you know, I might just run up the staircase today. I, yeah. I do wonder for the person. I fear for the person who wouldn't first remove the air purifying mask. <laughs> That is that is controlling how much they're breathing in and stuff. I would take that off probably if that were me. But you know who knows, Greeno. We're not one of these people. It's a different world they live in. Is there a risk that the robots may take over and yes. blow so hard? It's like it's like performing CPR on you, oh. even though you're not requiring CPR. Ah, oh, I see. So you reckon we program the masks to be also become kind of life saving devices as well? Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, it can do the. It can't obviously do the pulsing thing, but it at least give you mouth to mouth. Yeah, it can't do the pulsing thing, but don't worry, we are working on a vest that you'll yeah. wear, Greener. That, that if, yeah, if you take off the purifier, it gives you an electric shock. Thank you for the, thank you for the whatever the fuck it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the host. Where's Waldo? We found him. We found Waldo. Suck a dick. <laughs> thank you for joining us, sir. Thank you for the host. Very generous. We found Waldo. Haven't you always wanted to say that? Now, this was tested in crosswinds, so if it's a breezy day, it shouldn't be a problem. And <laughs> shouldn't be a problem. Shouldn't, yeah. We May, can't guarantee. Yeah. But shouldn't. Yeah. And I'm told by Dyson that you could take a phone call while the air filtration is on, so. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, so guys. This thing got a, <laughs> a phone built in, does it? I fucking hope so, man. I really do. Oh, I hope it's got Bluetooth connectivity. <laughs> Dyson has told us that you can still... Imagine people talking into their own masks at the office, Greeno. Well, I guess, no, I guess it would because obviously you've got the Bluetooth technology already because you've got it for the headset. Yeah. And if you're linking it to your phone to listen to the music, yeah, surely you'd be able to take the calls through the headset. So I assume there's now a microphone in the mouthpiece. Well, there must be. Hartler Taylor uh, Taylor in the chat, Greeno, says it's a phone too. It is. A f it's confirmed. It's a phone as well. Yeah. yeah. I hope. Hopefully, it's a microwave as well. <laughs> well. I don't think it's a phone. I think you can just answer calls to, like, like I said, Bluetooth technology in the headset. Okay. But so isn't that doesn't it make it a phone if it answers the phone? No, it makes it a, like a microphone. Uh, but you're also your, receiving though. You know. Yeah, but you're not answering it through, like, you know what I mean? Like, you still need your phone to, yes. like, have the call. Yes. You just be answering it through the headset. Right, okay. But it's not a phone. That's my assumption. I could be wrong. Okay. Well, I hope it's a phone with, like, a little keypad on it somewhere. On the front. Yeah. So you can type a number whenever you want. <laughs> it's not going to be noisy enough that it messes with the phone microphone. He says in the chat, it's also an air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you're walking. Get, get your air and your chicken tenders. Chicken tenders. So maybe we could replace the because didn't we come up with the tank of water on the side? Well, let's. What if we put a? <laughs> what if we drop a little mini deep fryer on the other side? <laughs> now Foggy's got the right idea. Can we convert it into one of those beer helmets? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because all you need because you've already got the tap of, of the air going through. That's right. From the ears. So you, you, you take the filter out of one ear pod, mm. 
and maybe yeah, put a little. Uh, would you be able to fit a can in there? Yeah, perhaps? I probably. I would say so. Yes, at and least one. Maybe way. one of those little airport cans. You know, potentially. Yeah. Like yeah, maybe the little mini bar mini from bar the hotel cans. type cans, yeah. and you can put it straight in, upside down. Mm. So uh, maybe a bottle. No, we probably need a bottle in there. Mm. Plastic bottle. So, plastic bottle. Uh, it's not going to get the gas right. But anyway, oh, and then that way, it, it's it's like a. Uh, Tapping it off, similar to a water cooler. Yes. Uh, where, and then you can just tap a little button and the beer shoots into your mouth in between air pockets. <laughs> nice thinking. See, we're solving things that aren't even problems yet. That's how advanced we are here. Town wearing it. You're looking like a bionic future hero. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, you know what they say, Greeno, these days? They say that, you know, we've we've make too much. You know I'm a Marvel fanboy, right? Mm-hmm. But I agree with we've made too much of those characters in those movies because people now, like, kind of, they kind of expect the Avengers to come and save them in real life, you know? We're getting to that point now where everything's like, well, the Avengers wouldn't put up with this, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, now we can further accelerate that feeling that you know people have been raised to believe that they're superheroes for getting angry about shit on twitter you know i'm saving the world (laughs) we're going to empower those idiots further now because guess what you can wear this you can be safe from covid you can be protected you can answer the phone you can listen to music and you also look like a a quote bionic superhero You can also deep fry a whole chicken. Deep fry a chicken, or at least a nugget. You could probably only deep fry, like, say, three or four nuggets at a time because <laughs> the fry is going to be very small on the side. <laughs> so you could really only whip up finger food. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little chicken popcorn, Greedo. Yeah, no talking little popcorn chicken. <laughs> deep, deep fry, deep fried shrimp, a little deep fry, but just you like yeah. two at once. That's it. I feel like Dyson have missed an opportunity to get us on board with some ideas during. They had five hundred prototypes. They could have at least you know give us a dial and go, hey, boys, what do you think? We fit the air fryer in the back. I'm like, eh, got popcorn chicken and nuggets in there. We'll, we'll be all right. 500, 500 prototypes, and not one of them has an option to deep fry. <laughs> <laughs> If I was the CEO, I would fire all of you immediately. <laughs> Get out. I want people, I want real visionaries. It's not going to be noisy enough that it messes with the phone microphone. Good. But let's say you're walking around town wearing it. You're look- you look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> let's say you're walking around town wearing it and you've got a kick me sign on the back of your sweater. Looking like a bionic future hero. <laughs> bionic future hero. And uh, you want to just stop in a cafe and okay. order a coffee. Mm. I'm told all you have to do is pull down the visor toward the chin, and when it lowers, the filtration and the music will automatically pause so you can have a conversation with other humans and then go back to your bionic world. Something's not right with this lady. No, she's enjoying she's- this. I think she's had a little bit too little oxygen and it's fucked up her brain. Because <laughs> she's not she's not right. Uh, she mentioned the future bionic superhero. Mm. I think it looks more like a villain yeah. in reality. Oh, definitely. It's Bane. It's a Bane mask. It is Bane, yeah. So I don't know if she's talking about this superhero garbage. It's the opposite. But obviously that's not a selling point for Dyson to make you look like a futuristic villain. Was Bane really the villain, though? <laughs> Come to think of it. 
Was he really the bad guy? Never seen the movie. Uh, Can't okay. help you. Well, he did want to, you know, blow up the corrupt city system itself and, you know, turn it into a hole in the ground. And for that, I kind of, of respect gray areas. Yeah, it's a gray, moral gray area. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we should go over the headphones as well. Please. Now, the company we put should. a lot of engineering into the fit of the headphones. Good. Uh, they say it distributes the weight over the sides of the head mm-hmm. instead of right at the top. Right. Uh, the padding over the ear creates a natural seal. It's already going to block sound out that way. But yep. it has like active a regular headphone. <laughs> So the headphone part acts like a regular headphone. Now. Regular headphone, yeah. Right. Well, that's some serious tech, isn't it, Greeno? Yeah. ...technology, which means it's working to cancel out the sound wavelengths around you. Uh-huh. And there are three modes. She looks really happy there, too. It's working to cancel out the sound wavelengths around you. And... <laughs> I think I saw someone say it in the chat earlier, but it does look like a CPAP machine. It does, definitely, yeah. There are three mm. modes. Isolation mode is on the... So it's it's a, it's an anti-snoring machine that you can wear while you're awake. <laughs> yeah, not one bit of snoring while right. you're awake. We guarantee it here at Dyson. Fantastic news. Ah, yeah, and it's cancelling out the outside sound. You know, before we developed the walking sleep machine, we were really, really angered by the results of a recent study that we paid for, which found that 99% of people believe that they can't snore while they're awake. I mean, it's crazy. They had no idea how afflicted they were. Conversation mode happens when you lower that. Conversation mode. Advisor. And Engage talking. conversation so, mode. So they, they've now discovered uh, breathing and talking. Yes. No, no, it's not talking, Greeno. It's called engaging conversation mode. Conversation mode. mode. That's right. chat with someone, it'll amplify the conversation. Imagine wearing this thing thinking that people are going to want to talk to you. <laughs> Lower no? that visor and you need to chat with someone. As if that's ever going to happen. It's <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen. Aside from people stopping in the street. They go, sorry, can I talk to you for a minute? Hmm. And you pull it down and they go, what the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> that's the only conversation that will be happening. Yeah, at which point you'll just put the, the mask back up. The back music up. End conversation mode. That's right. Music will continue playing once again, and you can go back to your own little reality, getting your filtration. It'll amplify <laughs> the conversation, so it's not okay. sounding muffled with headphones on. Really. And then there's transparency mode, and that's for when you want- when you wish you were invisible because everyone's mocking you. <laughs> <laughs> Victor in the chat said, "Is there a hearing mode?" <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have. Hey, Jim, check it out. I got conversation mode. Why are you yelling? What? <laughs> want to hear? You want a chicken nugget? <laughs> <laughs> what? I can't hear you. I'm in conversation mode. <laughs> I said, do you want a chicken nugget? <laughs> Muffled with headphones on, and then there's transparency mode, and that's for when you want to hear some background sound around you. Right. Transparency mode. Targeted around solving. You want to blend in with the normal people around you. You I want to hear what they're talking about. Are they talking about me? Probably. You look like an idiot. (laughs) Transparency mode. Transparency mode. Transparency mode mode is the hearing mode. Yes. Now that you hear noise outside. That's right. So transparency mode is full transparency. Yes, the people who are talking, saying rude things about you because you've got headphones on. Yeah. <laughs> now you have transparency. Pollution transparency problem. mode is hearing. 
Uh, what was the other one? Engage, engagement mode, or Con- conversation mode. Conversation mode is talking. Yeah. So can and you have conversation mode on the same time as the hearing mode, or do you only get to have the? You either hear everything or nothing, and you either yeah. say things or you don't. <laughs> Problems and the need for clean air, but of course, we're all thinking about the COVID. Here it comes, Greeno. We're we about to find out. Will it keep you COVID safe? Let's run this past the audience, Green. The audience is a very good judge of these things. So I want you to do something for me. Press one in the chat if you think that this will keep you COVID safe. <laughs> Press two in the chat if you think that this will not keep you COVID safe. Let's see what they come up with. Numbers are rolling in. One, one, two point two two, a two, a one has to be, I believe. A bit of a split decision. It is a bit of a split decision at the moment. I think the ones might just have it, Greeno. I think they might just be in front, although there's there's some more twos rolling in. Gizmo, one, but possible lung cancer though. <laughs> Okay, so it is fairly split. Now the twos are coming in. All right, we're going to call it 50-50, I'm afraid. Okay, so half of the people think it will protect you from COVID. The other half of the people think it won't. Okay, let's go to the survey says, show me COVID. The visor itself is not a mask. So in the box, Dyson is including a cloth mask insert. (laughs) What? So now you can wear a mask that will stop you catching COVID. But, but it's, it goes under the, the breathing mask. So you have to you have to breathe through the mask through the purifier. Genius. The people at Dyson are fucking geniuses. So basically, I, I would like to think that they're kind of product meeting, Greeno went something along the lines of, okay, does this protect people from COVID? You know, and, the, and you know, the designer saying, unfortunately, sir, we can't say that it protects people from COVID. That would be wrong. And he says, okay, well, how are we going to get around this? Because people are going to want to know. We're going to have to figure out a way. And somebody put their hand up and said, sir, what if we shove one cotton mask in the box? <laughs> Just one. Just one. <laughs> Do you think they'll get the they'll get the hint? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the person in the wisdom mask underneath the purifier mask. Foggy in the chat, cool bonus prize, Dyson. <laughs> <laughs> it's like finding the police badge at the cereal. Look, I got a mask. <laughs> One cotton mask. Thank you. So, <laughs> so generous, Dyson. No, put a mask in there. They'll figure it out. They're idiots. It's been explained to me that this touches your cheeks, it goes over your nose, and it fits right into the visor uh-huh. for when you need to wear something that covers you more. Because <sighs> so, <laughs> this is not enough here. Right. <laughs> this thing does not cover you enough here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how close are we to putting just potato sacks over people's heads, Greeno? 
Safety first, sir. Safety, Safety first. We've got to be safe. Keep people safe. All right, where were we? About the Insert. It's been explained to me that this touches your cheeks, it goes over your nose, and it yeah. fits right into the visor. Goes over your neighbor's dog. <laughs> but when you need to wear something that covers you more. Okay. Now, the filtration technology Dyson mm. is using is called electrostatic filtration. Sounds fancy, Greeno. Electrostatic. very quickly from the topic of, hey, it doesn't like stop COVID, but yeah. hey, whack a mask on underneath. Mm. That segment went very, very quick. <laughs> now it's back to the ear filtration. Yeah, now it's back to the cool, wicked headphones, bro. Yeah. Dyson says it captures 99% of particle pollution. Hey, 90- well, it does stop 99% of germs. <laughs> there you go. I pointed out earlier, yeah. 1% just happens to be COVID, unfortunately. N- nailed it again. And that includes dust, pollen, bacteria, and mm. some viruses. Yeah. Anything that Last time I checked, dust wasn't a germ. <laughs> it stops 99% of germs, including dust. Wait dust. a minute. And pollen. Once again, not a germ. Pollen, yes, correct. Pollen is not a germ. Uh, oxygen is not a pollutant, by the way. <laughs> we can also yeah. say that. Uh, dust is not a virus. But very good. Nice try, Dyson. I'll give them that. Very nice try small as 0.1 microns. Wow. And, well, the COVID virus... Well, I don't know what a micron is. <laughs> I just said it because it's on the card. This is just about that size. Yeah. At 0.125 microns. Really? This is not a medical device. It's not designed for this. I mean, Dyson can't claim it's going to suck away all the COVID for you, of course. So, I have a so she's what just called... She's just gone, look, it doesn't stop COVID. But this technology can stop microns up to like one, yeah. but COVID's 1.2. Yeah. So it doesn't stop it anyway. Like, no. why the fuck is she raising it? Oh, it almost stops COVID. Well, that's not fucking good, is it? Like, I almost didn't die. It doesn't um, It doesn't stop anything, Greeno. The only thing it does is make you look like a fucking idiot. That's it. It's <laughs> the only thing it does. It's the only thing it does that nothing else can do in the same way, you know. But clearly there are some elements of this that can align well with the possibility that you'll need to wear a mask, a face covering in the future because of COVID. Okay, so good. So we'll have to better get used to wearing one now because you'll be doing it in the future anyway. Another reassuring message from our friends in the corporate media. And you might want some fresh air at the same time. You might, yeah. I know. But why would you? I was thinking about it. Now, you may not be used to seeing folks wearing air purifying masks around town while commuting to work to combat smoke and dust. Uh-huh. But this could be more common soon. Right. A few companies have been releasing... I guarantee it would not be. <laughs> I put it out there. I'm willing to put a 50 on it. This will not be common. This this will not be common. Define common. I'm going to say it needs to be one in three is common. I'd say one in two. I reckon common means more. It has to be more than half. Okay, more than half. Well, that's most, though. Yeah, common means, you know, it's It's, the main. It's around. Common means more than main practice. Yeah, okay, yeah. Most people. All right, it's got to be more than 50%. We need. Who's going to take Greeno on that bet? Fifty big ones. Okay. <laughs> More than fifty percent will wear the strip. <laughs> will be wearing the air purifier strapped to their face when they're walking around town, pretending like it's normal. How much? Oh, sorry, how much does this bad boy cost? Well, we're getting to that. We're we're going to have to find out. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Past few years. Back in early 2020, there was the AO Air. It unveiled at CES. It was touted as something helpful for those working in wildfire cleanup. 
And there's also the Razer Zephyr. This is another product we've seen recently at CES. They're really sexing up the mask market these days, aren't they, Greeno? Look, don't get me wrong, there's definitely, yeah, what they've just pointed out there, people working in fires and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, this particular product makes sense for. Hmm. But for the day in, day in, day out practice of, you know, breathing, yes. not so much. Not so much. No. And I mean, what about the day in, day in practice of looking good, Greeno? <laughs> that's all, that's equally important. That's right. You know, making a statement. Um, by the way, incidentally, if you haven't been there yet, do travel to my online store at T Shop because have we got something for you? T Store. What's the name of that fucking place? I don't know. T Store. <laughs> oh God, what is it? T Spring. T Spring. Greeno. Why don't you remember it was T Spring? I don't even know what you're talking about, man. Uh, it's an online merchandise store. And, oh, there we go. you know, average, um, you know, nobody idiots like myself like to pretend like we're popular and we have merchandise that we can sell. And I, clearly I was ahead of the curve once again here because I'm going to show you, unless they've taken it down. Uh, no, here it is. Um, you can go to the online store now, ladies and gentlemen, the Daily Boogie online store and grab yourself one of these numbers. Your mother is a whore, compulsory face mask. There you go. So go. Now, uh, does it have the air purifier in? No. No. No, okay. No, but I I think that you could wear this over the top of your uh, mask here, you see. Yeah. The sexy mask here. Because you can't have too many masks. That's what we've learned, you know, in the last 12 months. More the merrier. Yeah. So there's always an opportunity to don another mask. And there you go. The compulsory face mask. Right? So this is the one you put on when you have no choice. Your mother is a whore, Greeno. And, you know, $12.94 Australian. I think it's a bargain. Yeah, so. See, well, yeah, you're almost losing money if you don't buy it. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I mean, this mask will literally save your life. <laughs> right? So can you put a price on that? Why not get one for the kids? <laughs> do you do a family pack special? Family pack special, yeah. We should get little baby masks in there. Get a little baby mask, Greeno, that say, I've been vaccinated and I'm safe. I mean, that would be a nice touch, wouldn't it, for the babes? Just so you know you can feel safe around them. Also, my mother is a whore. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) fantastic. It forms a seal around the nose and the mouth and has replaceable air filters and a transparent design to see... And it has LED lighting so you can look really cool at night, Greeno. Look at that stuff. (laughs) See the mouth when someone's talking. And there's the super mask. It combines a HIPAA fan... Look how they're trying to make masks the cool and trendy fucking fashion item. Isn't it disgusting? Yeah, it's really not. It's not really selling. They they really think you are a bunch of fucking idiots. Out there. <laughs> they really do have no respect for you whatsoever. Hey, here's this cool hip. I mean, he's an intelligent young black guy who's really fit. He rides to his job at Google. You know, he's wearing his laptop bag. <laughs> Look at his cool sunglasses and, of course, the sexy mask. Does it save you from COVID? Well, no, but it does stop 99% of germs. Filtration with attachable. Anyway, can you go back to that guy for a sec? What was he writing? Uh, push Combines bike. a helper. Push bike. Fan. So uh, bike. safety, safety first. He's got his safety mask on. <laughs> no helmet. helmet. <laughs> now, now we're talking because 
we can get ahead of Dyson on this one if we start now. What we need to do, Grant, you know where I'm going with this. We need to come up with a face mask that is also a bicycle helmet. Stay hat. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking the mask that Luke wore in Star Wars where he was blindfolded, flying, fighting that little thing that flies around. <laughs> Make it look something like that. Good work. Yeah. Of course, you'll have to cover the mouth as well, you see. And filtration with attachable noise cancelling earbuds. Great. That one sells for right. about. Has anyone tried exercising look at wearing this, a mask? Look at this. Look at this, Greta. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> well, you gotta, you got to find a way to throw in the political side as well. It's a So the company, I mean, oh, man. Look, if you're an activist out there, God bless your little heart, okay? If you really believe in this stuff, but here you have one of the, you know, the mega corporations who are coming up with these brand new compulsory face masks. But hey, it's all right. It's good. Because why? Because we stand against racism. What? <laughs> what are you doing here? Hope will only come when we take action. <laughs> By the way, buy our face mask with built-in noise-canceling headphones. <laughs> I'm struggling to see the connection here, Greeno. I don't think there is one, sir. No, we're just we just really care about racism. <laughs> Once again, not about head safety because this guy isn't wearing a helmet either. No, that's right. We don't know yet how much the Dyson Zone is going to cost. Oh, don't we? All we know is that it'll be coming out sometime later in the year, in Fantastic. the fall. Yeah. And we will be sure to tell you all about it when we can try it on ourselves. There you go. I'm very much looking forward to that, Greeno. I can't wait for her to put on the uh, the Dyson Zone and never engage conversation mode. <laughs> or transparency mode, Greeno. Yeah. I don't want to hear her. I don't want to see her. Anyway, can, we, can we put some, uh, some eye covering as well just to cover all bases? Just put a bag on her head. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the potato sack, completely. as you mentioned earlier. Yes, the potato sack. Um, hey, are you going to stick around? You want to do another one? I've got a couple more videos here. It's up to you. Yeah, I'll stick around. All right, beautiful. Let's have a look at this, because Jim Edward sent a few things through, Greeno. And one of my loves here on this program, as you know, is like the local news station reports. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> because oftentimes you'll find stories in these local outlets that just don't make it to the national carriers. You know, it's just not important enough to get out of their little town or their little city where they are. So that's you can really unearth some gold there. So this is Fox 5 New York, Greeno. You know, New York's a little town in the United States. <laughs> it's a never little place it. in the States. Old New York. Never heard of it? No, I don't blame you. It. No, it's a tiny little shithole, New York. Um, so here's a little report from New York. This was sent through by Jim Enward, Greeno. What do you think lunchflation is? Uh, increased price of you know, meals at lunch. Okay, let's have a look. I noticed it's like not even a little, it's a lot. Deborah Gregory is feeling the pain in her wallet, especially here in her Upper East Side Can neighborhood. Can you get a video for a sec? Yeah. Uh, like just when they're at the register. Mm, okay. Is feeling the yep. Pause it there. Now, they are using the gloves that touches people's food yes. to touch money, defeating the point of wearing the gloves. Yes. Unless you're taking the gloves off and putting them back on after every single one, you know. Well, that's what you'd be doing. You normally, you'd touch the food, you take the glove off, mm. you then touch the register and the money, 
without the gloves and then put the gloves on to touch other people's food. Well, what you would normally do is have the person handling the food go nowhere near the register and vice versa. That would be the other other option. The dude dude might as well be running his dick all over this chick sandwich from a cleanliness standpoint Uh, because money is the filthiest thing out there. Don't worry, though. She she is wearing a Dyson Zone, Greeno, a Dyson Ah, suck face. We are all good. She's safe. Safe to go. Can't even get AIDS. Wait a a minute. I'm being told that the suck face does not prevent you from catching AIDS. (laughs) Will it stop me me from getting cancer? Well, no. (laughs) I would love it to be Dyson Dyson chat at the unveiling. Any questions? (laughs) Does it it stop you from catching AIDS? <laughs> Look at him. Um, no. <laughs> well, well, I have a follow-up question then. What good is it? <laughs> I tell you what, it does prevent you from catching AIDS because no one's going to fuck you if you're walking around wearing that thing. <laughs> You've already taken so many booster shots that your body is immune to anything in a needle now. <laughs> So trust me, if you wear if you wear the fucking super megazord mask, you're not gonna catch AIDS. <laughs> the pain in her wallet, especially here in her Upper East Side neighborhood. <laughs> Gizmo in the chat says we need Dyson gloves now. Oh, no. <laughs> the Dyson gloves, the Dyson gloves put a steady stream of air directly around your little fingies, Greener. She's noticed that food prices, even for simple lunch items like a soup or sandwich, seem to have skyrocketed. I eat more pasta like at home. and So that you don't have to go out. Exactly. So I go out less. I'm more careful about my outings. At Mini Deli, a gourmet Italian shop here on 2nd Avenue, Giuseppe Cinquamani, who has owned the... Oh, man, I would love to eat at an Italian deli run by a man named, what was it, with a full proper Italian name, Greener. Italian shop here on Second Avenue, Giuseppe Cinquamani. Who- Giuseppe Cinquamani. I would eat at that guy's fucking deli, absolutely, because you know it's going to be good, Greeno. Authentic. Yeah, authentic old country. Business for more than 40 years acknowledged that he's had to raise prices because his suppliers raised their prices. Yep. Most of the stuff went up about 20%. Yep. Who would have thought that if it was more expensive to move things, that things become more expensive? What a revelation, mm. Greeno. Crazy. Hey? Crazy notion, hey? So weird. But some items, they went up to 300%. 300%. Like what? Like chicken, like cold cuts. Cream cheese, which you cannot find in a way regardless of the price. It's been two years since the pandemic started and yep. so many New York... See, we could have solved all this if everybody had been walking around with the Megazord mask on, Greeno, right. two years ago. No problem. Doesn't stop COVID, yes, I know, but it does keep you safe. Good to know. Workers are just getting back to the office, okay. only to find that their favourite lunches have gone up in price. Oh, poor fucking dears. <laughs> No one's forcing these people to buy the no, sandwich. No. If they don't like the price, don't fucking buy it. It's not that hard. Yeah. That's like the, uh, I saw what they were talking last week in Australia, the price of coffee, like look, takeaway coffee. Yes. Got up like seven bucks. I'm like, well, that's pretty simple. I'm just not going to buy coffee. Mm. Yeah. I'll, I'll go back to drinking instant. I don't mind. Well, that's, I'll survive. That's, see, that's a simple choice for you. It's a simple choice for me. For these people, it's not so simple because they... 
they live in New York and they want to live the New York life, you know? Ah, they just have to deal with the lunchflation. You've got to be a socialite. And, and it is nice that, I guess, reading between the lines on this one is, for the last kind of six months, people have been complaining about the cost of living going up, right? Complaining yeah. to governments, hey, things are getting so expensive. And you've basically been laughed out of the room as a result. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Inflation, they've even gone so far as to say inflation is a good thing, Greeno. No, it's great. Inflation's great for the economy. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's not really getting more expensive. Remember when the White House press secretary said, no, 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 things aren't getting more expensive. Hot dogs are six cents cheaper now than what they used to be. <laughs> Swear to God, that was their argument. <laughs> Cheap hot dogs. Don't worry. Hot dogs. Everything's going to be fine. So you That's your solution laughed. for these people. Lunches of hot dogs only. Well, that's, this is the only time when they notice there's a problem. When their favourite fucking bagel place charges an extra dollar. Then they're like, what is this crisis? <laughs> you know? Before that, they laughed at you for suggesting such a thing. That, you know, food's more expensive. It's finally filtered to them. Poor old Giuseppe here. He's got to buy the cream cheese and the chicken. Can't find cream cheese anywhere, Greeno. Anyway, chicken's got up 300%. 300%, Greeno. You've got to pass I those do. costs on. With that said, though, I don't believe that the chicken's gone up 300%. 300%, Greeno. No, there's no chickens anymore. They're, a, they're yeah. an endangered species now, the chickens. <laughs> maybe he's just bilking. Maybe he's just bilking these annoying New York fucking trendies, mate, because he's an immigrant. I, yeah. <laughs> I fucking show him. I tell him the chicken went up three hundred. Yeah. What are you gonna do about it, huh? Huh? You're gonna keep coming here because you're a fucking faggot. That's why. <laughs> Here's your bagel. Economist Peter Borish points wow. to three Borish. reasons he believes prices have increased. Okay, I want to hear the reasons why prices have increased, Greeno. If one of them does is not Vladimir Putin, I'll be very disappointed. <laughs> All right. One. Hopefully you and everybody else are, are making more money. So oh. you have to pay for the workers at the store a little bit more. <laughs> um, Do you reckon Giuseppe's really giving his staff a pay rise? I'm thinking not. The reason you, okay, so the reason you have to pay more for your cream cheese bagel at Giuseppe's is because everybody's getting rich, Greeno, basically. That was the argument. Yeah. We're all doing so well. That's why you have to pay more. Bravo. Peter Borish, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Everyone in Giuseppe's store, I guarantee, is is an illegal immigrant who's a, <laughs> who are getting paid less than minimum wage. <laughs> I assure you. Okay. Now, there's still room, hopefully, for Vladimir Putin to be causing this as well. So let's see. Tuesday. Ring the bell and get, get your cheese, man. man. Winning TV. Thank you for the sub, Winning TV. DLive.tv slash Winning TV. Doing a movie riff on Saturday night, Greeno, 8 p.m. Winning TV. Price of energy has gone up. Oh, and three. Oh, the yes. oh, yeah, but why has the price of energy gone up? Is that because of Vladimir Putin? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. No, because the energy companies are paying workers more, obviously. Oh, right. Definitely. The uh, yeah. price of energy has gone up. And three, the price of the ingredients have gone up. Right. The economist. We so, so, let me get this right. The, the great advice. Thank you. As explained, the reason prices have gone up in this in this market yeah. is because everything costs a bit more. Yeah. Because prices have gone up. Let's well let's go to uh, our let's go to our Fox Five economics expert now. Uh, how Peter many Borish. years did that man study to, to go? Well, the, the cost of the sandwich has gone up yeah. because the things that are associated with making the sandwich 
have gone up. It's amazing. I'm glad, I'm glad he studied four years for that. Well done. Maths is fun, isn't it, Greeno? Electricity costs a bit more, so that's that's out of the cost. And you know, the chicken, the chicken's gone up three hundred percent. And uh, and then you know, the, the staff, like the staff, are fucking just swimming like Scrooge McDuck in the uh, the piles of cash that <laughs> get paid. <laughs> Spitting so now, it out like a fountain of dollar coins. <laughs> so now we've got to we've got to charge a little bit more for the sandwich. It's gone up a buck to pay for all the extra costs. Let's go. Let's go live now to Giuseppe's Deli, where our economics <laughs> expert Peter is on the scene. Peter, can you explain the current costing crisis? Price is going up. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. <laughs> What's causing the current prices, Peter? Price is going up. Thank you, Peter. Price is going up. <laughs> We spoke to says it's hard to know if prices have peaked or Dana Arshin. Or not, since Russia and Ukraine play major roles. Yay! Ding, 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 ding. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Expensive chicken dinner. 300%. 300% Winner, 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 unaffordable chicken dinner. Congratulations. Who says it's hard to know if prices have peaked or not since Russia and Ukraine. Russia and the Ukraine. Putin's to blame. Fucking knew it. Slippery Russians, Green. I can't trust them. Play major roles in agricultural exporting. If there's a shortage of wheat, that could mean prices will go up even more. Yep. Only time will tell. Time will tell. On the Upper East Side, Dana Arshin, Fox 5 News. Okay, fantastic well, stuff. Excellent. So we've learned after that, what, four-minute segment. Yeah. The, the sandwiches are a bit more as prices have gone up. Yes. <laughs> Hard eating. Hard eating journalism. Hard-eating. Investigative journalism, they call that greener. Mm, I like it. <laughs> Let's go live now to Giuseppe's <laughs> Deli with our economic, economics expert, Peter Borish. Peter, what can you tell us about the current crisis? Prices are going up! <laughs> Thank you, Peter. <laughs> Catch Peter on his podcast. <laughs> we um, well, uh, I just had a thought. We'll, we'll need to consider this uh, with the, the Dyson and the deep fryer or the air fryer. Yeah, which is uh, on the that, side of the Dyson now, helmet. Now yeah. that the price of chicken's gone up, we may need to reconsider the popcorn chicken or the nuggets. Well, that's uh, why that's why I made it so small because you'll soon be buying nuggets per nugget. Per nugget, yeah. <laughs> per, per nugget. Instead of you used to get a bag of frozen ones, Greeno, now you buy them in singles. <laughs> you can fry them one at a time and have them as a snack on the train on the way home. <laughs> All right. This was also sent through to the Discord. I don't know what the Isaiah Factor Uncensored is, Greeno. It's on Fox 26, so I'm, yeah. I'm not too not too confident in the uh, quality of said program. No, and the fact that the fact that it's on Fox leads me to believe that when they say uncensored, they mean they're going to say things like snowflakes on television because they'll oh, be so edgy, Greeno. You think the uncensored aspect is, you know, what what they speak about, not, you know, yeah. Jerry Springer-style tit. Yeah. We're going to bring the heat. We've got to talk about those liberal elites in Hollywood. This is uncensored. <laughs> you know, it's going to be that kind of a vibe, unfortunately. It is on Fox 26. So the Isaiah Factor uncensored, Greeno. Let's have a look. Critics to vampires. We all know about the office leech that just sucks the damn life out of you at work with their negative energy. We know it. Okay. Interesting. I like where this is going. Do you have someone that sucks the energy out of you at work, Greener? Ah, it's normally me, mate. It's normally you're the energy vampire. I'm for the energy sucker, yeah. Oh, okay. That's fantastic. What have we got here? Victor Von Schroom has put something in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. 
Smoking and Dysons don't mix. Let's have a look. Okay, it looks like we've got a historical Dyson video here, Greeno. From Victor Von Schroen. Let's have a look. Smoking is bad for your vacuum cleaner. Hey! Ooh. Oh! Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Back to the Isaiah Factor Uncensored. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And as more people return to the job after two years working from home, uh -huh. we have some advice on how to deal with energy vampires. <laughs> okay, so first thing what you want to do is you're going to have to tie some garlic and hang it around your neck. This is what I know about the vampires, Greeno. Mm -hmm. Uh, you're going to have to get yourself a wooden stake. And when you go to the office for the first time, I need you to plunge it into the chest of your boss, <laughs> which will kill all of the other energy all vampires. All the other vampires, correct. That's right. You take out the head vampire, the rest will fall. If you plunge the stake into the chest of your boss and nothing happens, then run. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Leave town immediately. Learn it. This is uncensored, Greeno. The Isaiah Factor. Uncensored. Energy vampire. Energy vampires. It's funny, when Alex Jones was talking about energy vampires, he got kicked off the internet for it. <laughs> How do we get our garlic and our crosses out and our steak? He kind of sounds He kind of sounds like a black Alex Jones, too. Okay, so we are going with garlics and crosses and steaks, oh my. Yeah. Okay, can I? Should I be wearing the Dyson suck face while I'm a, while I'm attacking the energy vampires, Greener? Uh, probably a good idea. Good I idea. Yes. Yeah. How do we get our garlic and our crosses out and our steaks for these energy vampires who won't <laughs> stay away from our cubicle? <laughs> Stab them in the chest, Isaiah. Yep. Next your time. That's it. Yep. Let's move on. That's it. It's over. Stab them in the chest. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. We're getting back into the office. We've mm. been by ourselves for a while. Mm. And so it's important that we protect our energy and our space. And so okay. this one does not converse with anyone during the entire time they were working from home. Right. Like, you know, meet with my team every day. Yep. Surely they just haven't been isolating and just keeping 100% to themselves for the last two years. They would have been dealing with these people in that time. Yes, sure. that's right. Correct. <laughs> A few things, you definitely want to set the tone for your day, right? So if you have okay. your morning routine. Don't you find it strange now that I think this is fairly common. It's like culture now, Greeno. Adults are just, we, we understand that adults are constantly being treated like children, right? But mm -hmm. it's like we get unsolicited advice on how to do adult things constantly. It's like, hang on, I already know how to talk to people. <laughs> like, you know, I don't yeah. need this. <laughs> I don't need advice. You don't need advice on not being a fuckwit in the workplace. It's yeah. not that hard. It's pretty easy, you know, just yeah. go with the flow. Don't be a, basically it sums up to don't be a cunt. That's all. Yeah. If, if you don't be a cunt, you'll be fine. That's all you need to know. Don't be a cunt. And once again, we could, we could have killed this segment very quickly. Like, uh, what do you need to do to get the garlic and the grouch, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Don't be a cunt, Alex. Don't Excellent. Let's move on. It's all problem solved. That's, you <laughs> know, eating a healthy meal, exercising. What? <laughs> it's too we much. And look, look who is advising us, ladies and gentlemen, on taking eating healthy meals and taking plenty of <laughs> exercise. Okay. Okay. Do you see the silliness of this? It's like me giving advice on drinking. 
moderation. That's just fucking it's not appropriate. Yeah, that's right. It's like me telling you not to start smoking. Trust me. You know, praise your devotion, but really, really set the tone for your. Okay, this guy has a whole, <laughs> a whole fucking case of water next to his <laughs> desk. Come on, guy! Isn't that excessive? Yeah, that's, that's How hot is it in that office? That fits into the being a cunt uh, bucket. He's hoarding the water. A crate of water yeah. at your desk. Yeah. <laughs> Day and to get yourself in the right headspace to tackle, you know, whatever is going to come in those energy vampires. <laughs> that's that was our uh, HR representative from Harry Potter Industries, Greener. <laughs> Um, also, you want to try to have boundaries. I know it can be hard. We don't want to be rude, right? Yeah. But you want to have some boundaries with dealing with these vampires so that they don't. Dealing when you're dealing with the vampires, Greeno, you got to set strict boundaries. <laughs> it's only it's the only thing the vampires understand, mate. You've got to be very forceful with them. Suck the life out of you, right? And then also change the conversation if you need to. Right, change it to something a little bit more lighthearted. Yep. And if they're not taking those subtle um, nonverbal cues, you know, maybe kind of stand up. Like, for example, wearing the face mask, uh, the compulsory <laughs> face mask available at my Teespring store. There you go. Your mother is a whore, Greeno. That'll do it. Yep. I think if you whack on the your mother is a whore mask and turn to meet your coworker, you know, come up, coming up to you in the middle of something important, Greeno. Excuse me, Greeno, 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 excuse me, Greeno. If you just spin around and go, how can I help you? And you've got the your mother is a whore mask on, they'll leave you alone. They're not uh, I'm thinking, I'm also going to think that the, the energy vampire in the office yeah. is someone who probably would have attended like a protest. Yes. Uh, so I think maybe coughing and spluttering when they were attempting to talk to you. <laughs> Sorry. Might, <yeah. laughs> all right. Well, might also work as a bit of a deterrent to leave you the fuck alone. That's true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My my Dyson hasn't arrived yet. Yeah. I'm still breathing filthy, disgusting, toxic air. Up, you know, act like you have some things to do, or yeah. be. I'll say, get the hell away from my damn <laughs> desk. <laughs> oh, he's like, he's getting uncensored. Oh yeah, he's pushing the boundaries. He's loose. Yeah, he's loose. He's, he's spicy loose. tonight, isn't he, Isaiah Factor? Can't I mean, say that. I mean, you can't say that, Isaiah. Not on air. Oh, on Fox Twenty Six. Oh, Isaiah, you know what I love about Isaiah Greener? He's a risk taker. <laughs> fearless, fearless, and uncensored. Get the Don't hell away from my damn Gone desk. Say, oh, wash your mouth out, young man. I mean, you know, direct is always best, but you know, sometimes <laughs> you just have to be honest and just say, you know, hey, I have some other things to do. You know, you really don't have time for this and kind of try to move around that way. And they, Thank you for giving us advice on how to tell your coworker that you're busy. I mean, where would we be without this vital information? I'm glad she's a licensed counsellor. Yep. Once again, how many years did she study? Too many. Between her and the economics guy, I don't know who's given us more pointless advice here. Mm. Yeah. Let's go live to Giuseppe's Deli to talk about the economic crisis. <laughs> Prices are going up. That's great. Let's go live now to the Isaiah Factor to hear more about social awkwardness when everybody's going back to the office. It can be really hard. Thank you for that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Tell them you're busy. All right, excellent. Thanks tell, them you, tell them you're busy. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Thank you for the advice. We have the sandwich. best I can't afford a sandwich. She's talking about eating healthy. We can't. We can't afford it. That's right. Prices, Prices are going up. up. Yep. Giuseppe's robbing me fucking blind. <laughs> little Italian little shit. Giuseppe. Trying to tell me it's 300% extra for chicken. 
He's a fucking madman, Giuseppe. <laughs> Fuck him. Can't get the cream cheese anywhere. Oh, anywhere. I've looked everywhere for the cream cheese, Credo. Can't find any. <laughs> you look behind the couch. It wasn't there. Can't find the cream cheese. I'm not even. Uh, I'm not even able to go out and eat out every single night like I used to, Greeno. That's how expensive it's getting. Shocking. Shocking. Disgusting. They could really set the tone for you for the day. You know, I've had some coworkers who would call me in the morning. You know, and I typically wake up ready to take on the day, positive about the day because I woke up. Yeah. But then yes. they call with negativity and they bring me down. So, and definitely, if it's something that's a reoccurring behavior, um, even if you have to kind of silence your phone, I'm big on silencing my phone, like even in the morning. Okay, so this 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 great interpersonal relationship coach that we've managed to get on Fox 26, Greeno, this person who is advising us on social interactions, their first port of call is to silence your phone. Put your phone Don't on. Pick up the phone. <laughs> okay, that's. <laughs> How are you going to deal with these conversations? Well, first of all, don't answer your phone. Don't answer your phone. That'll fix it. Yeah. I'm sure I'm yeah. sure the rest of your team and your employers will be very happy with your strategy of avoiding energy vampires. <laughs> Any conversation yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, look, sir. Look, I'm just tired of dealing with the negative energy vampires here in the office, so I'm going to have my phone turned off for the rest of the day now. So if you could just take my calls, <laughs> let me know. Basically, everyone's now her secretary, Greeno, because she's trying to avoid the energy vampires. Wonderful stuff. Or even in the evening. And if we don't, you know, maybe don't take those calls, right? So, yeah. you know, you're in a good headspace. Don't take the call, especially if you know what it's going to be about. And if mm. the conversation begins to turn, you know, just end the call so that you can kind of get out of that situation. Okay. So if, if it's a difficult phone call at work, Greeno, just hang up on them. <laughs> This is, I mean, this is absolutely wonderful advice we're getting here from these experts. You have got to protect yourself. Michael yes. Moore, licensed counselor, thank you for joining us here on The Factor Uncensored. Okay, you've got to protect yourself. So ignore your co-workers. And if you do... Hang up on them if they start talking negative. Hang up on them if they give you any problems. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't, you want to be positive, Greeno. So you, you I'm only listening to good news today. <laughs> good decision, sir. <laughs> This is the directive from management. We're only giving each other good news. Oh. <laughs> Why? Because if we don't, everybody turns their phone off. <laughs> and, and accuses me of being an energy vampire. <laughs> but I really need this action. Um, nope, sorry, not today. I'm having a positive day. <laughs> Get away from me, energy vampire. A pox on thee. A curse. Speaking of virtual reality, this is another one that was sent through to the Discord. I think Foggy might have sent this one through. Let's have a look. The dangers of virtual reality, Greeno. In about 15 minutes. It is now 7.43 with virtual reality exploding in popularity over recent years. A whole new world is opening up, especially for kids, but there can be a dark side to VR. Dark Joining side. us now to talk more about the dangers of VR for kids and teenagers yep. is cybersecurity expert Tom Jelnick. Tom, good morning. Yeah. It's always good to see Who's you. Tom? who's the cybersecurity expert who's doing this from his racing seat, Greeno. <laughs> hey, if I'm going to know about virtual I, I don't trust any dude to talk about virtual reality unless they're in a racing seat yes. and have a Yoda behind them. That's right. <laughs> reality virtual it is. Hmm? And he's also, it looks like he's trying to flog some kind of coffee. How many people are out there selling coffee, Greeno? 
Look at it. Pure well, grind. Up, yeah, well, that's true. Price of chicken. Don't forget about the price of chicken, mate. 300%. Three hundred percent. Three hundred percent. Can't buy chicken. Cream cheese anywhere. Can't, can't get it anywhere. <laughs> The black women are getting angry at Giuseppe. He's robbing them blind. How are you this morning? I'm great. How are you? It's been so long. I feel like it's been forever. You're absolutely right. And it's so interesting. I want to say maybe three years ago or so, my youngest son, he made a homemade little VR thing at home, which was... I'm sure it was cute. What was it? A tissue box? (laughs) (laughs) My little son made a, you know, a homemade virtual reality set. Really? How do you do that? He just stuck his head in a cardboard box. (laughs) Yeah, we we, we painted a picture in there of Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> he flew around the house for days. It's kind of cute at that time, but now it seems like it's advanced so much, right? Is there a good age that we should start letting our kids using these kind of new advanced VRs? Please, television, tell me how to raise my children, please. <laughs> yeah, first and foremost, Danielle, these things are amazing mm-hmm. and actually... They have a lot of um, really great benefits for people who suffer from some disabilities, uh, anxiety, et cetera. But, yeah. you know, in, in terms of the kids, uh, the, the interesting thing is- a Have you lot played of these- any VR games before? Um, I can't say I have, no. Yeah, I would, I would uh, give it a go though. Yeah, they're not, not, bad, not bad fun. We had one at like a work Christmas function like a few years back now, and it was like virtual sport. So like you, you sat there, obviously you had the, the headset on and you played cricket or, or whatnot. Um, Good fun. I, like, you need a massive space uh, to, to be able to do it properly. So, you know, not exactly conducive for, like, around the house, but it is good fun. But I can see the, the potential risk of injury, et cetera, uh, if you're trying to do it at home. Yeah. Look, I I don't know. I feel like I, I could do it for, like, say, a racing game or something where you put the helmet on and because I'm just sitting, you know, yeah. you know, using the steering wheel or whatever. So that would be okay. That would be acceptable. But for yeah. those ones where you're jumping around the house, I don't think I could, you know. No. I, I wouldn't be able to enjoy it because I'd always be thinking that yeah, I'm going to okay. hit something. Yeah. yeah, you're meant to be sitting on your ass being lazy. That's right. You know, why am I putting effort into this? Fuck this. Yeah. This is not worth it. These products state that they're not recommended for kids under 12, 13, and 14. What we are doing, though, is teaching. We're probably creating a whole generation of fucking super soldiers, though, because the kids can go into virtual reality mode and become, like, legendary shots with, you know, firearms and stuff. Eventually, somebody once said to me, Greeno, that eventually, like, wars will be fought with people, probably kids, wearing, you know, virtual reality helmets, guiding little robots out on the battlefield instead of actual humans. And they'll, they'll think that they're fighting, like, in a game, but they'll actually be killing other people. I think there's a movie to that effect, if I'm not mistaken. I just haven't seen it. You know, some of them have various age levels. Um, so th- that's a really interesting thing to me is, you know, why? Why Why is that? So I, I think, you know, there's been some studies that, you know, wearing... You know what we could do? We could get the kids in the virtual reality helmet with the Dyson suck face on, okay? Double down, yeah. Double down. So you've got your cloth COVID mask on, yeah. then your Dyson suck face, then the virtual yeah. reality helmet over the top of that, and then, Greeno, we can feed them a video feed of, you know, a happy family doing normal things. <laughs> We can we can make the kids, you know, we can trick the kids into believing that they're living a normal life, you know. So in the, in reality, we're strapping them down to the bed, you know, in the classroom to remove their genitals or what have you. 
But in in the virtual world, they're kind of running around, skipping, playing games with their friends, doing normal things. It'll be wonderful. These things for hours upon hours, which kids will tend to do, mm -hmm. they're getting immersed. Yeah. Um, you know, eye strain, some problems w with with eyes and and focusing. Yep. Um, there's also been a study about some brain development challenges. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if kids are using these a lot, so yep. uh, and and balance. We already knew all this, though. We know this, don't we? We know that too much screen time for little kids will fuck them up, don't we? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's no different to TV or a regular video game. Like, it's the exact same bucket. I don't understand yeah. why this is a new development that we need dangers of virtual reality. Well, it's the same as every fucking screen. Like, right. Limit screen time and yeah, get them active. Like, how hard is it? See, adults, if you're an adult and you had normal levels of human interaction when you're a kid, you can handle the extra screen time now because you already know how to talk to adults. But if you're a kid who's just been in front of a screen, you missed out on all that human interaction part. So it's it's probably very awkward for you, you know, to maybe you're afraid of the vampires, right? Maybe you need to wear the Dyson Zone mask because unfortunately your parents didn't love you enough to drag you away from the screen sometimes. <laughs> they just parked you in front of it and left you there. Daddy, you know, daddy and mummy was the television for a lot of people, Greeno. It's Carol. Is certainly another consideration. So, you know, these physical challenges uh, could be a component. It's interesting you mentioned the physical challenges and I think the mental challenges, right, could be kind of maybe just challenges. as detrimental, especially for younger children. And you hit the nail on the head, Tom, when you said our kids really don't know when to say when because we see them on their video right. games all the time, right? And they don't know. Oh, it's the damn video games that's to blame. Damn video games. <laughs> <laughs> Those bloody kids with their bloody video games, am I right? When to stop. So let, let me get this right. So you've, you've basically told kids... For the better part of two years, fucking don't leave the house, got to stay inside the house, got to isolate, yep. don't go anywhere, don't go anywhere. So the kids have found refuge in, say, video games or screen time, whatever, because yes. they, they can't leave the house. Yes. Now it's like, go back out. And now they're complaining because the kids wanted to play the video games. You just basically force them and endure them to not go outside and, and play and have an active uh, active life for the last two years. Are you, are you trying to tell me that? For the last month, I've been strapped in a virtual reality helmet racing Formula One around the streets of Monaco, but now I'm, I'm supposed to go out and, what, play fucking stickball out the street? Yeah. How fucking boring is that? Boring. Yeah. It's just a Monaco. I don't know. Just give me the virtual reality helmet and the Dyson suck face, please. I want clean air and a new world. So what should you consider? Let's say your kid is 12 or older. They want one of these VRs. What are some things to consider before you say yes? Can you get porn on it? Yes or no? <laughs> How easy is it to clean off the jizz from the virtual reality? <laughs> now, now, if I download porn onto it, will my kid be able to find it? Yes or no? <laughs> Where do I stash it in the virtual reality? Yeah. Like, is there a secret folder in the hard drive I can use or something? <laughs> or no. Well, I think, uh, right. So first of all, Danielle, it's, it's the content is what is what kind of frightens me as a parent right. more than anything. Like, yeah. are you really well, going to know? No. How hard is it to go, all right, well, these six games are appropriate for my 12-year-old. Mm -hmm. These six are not. Mm -hmm. I'll just buy them these six games. Yeah. No, no, you need advice, Screener. You need to be told how to do that. How to do this, correct. Yeah. It no. scares him, though. It scares yeah. him. Scares him. Terrified, Greeny. He's, sit he's yeah. just sitting there thinking about all of those kids, 
you know, just going out and getting inappropriate content in okay. virtual reality video games, Karina. I think we should just ban video games altogether. Scrap them. Get rid of all them. Yeah. Because yeah. we've got to protect the vulnerable, don't we? And the weak and the infirm. That's the only way to do it, I'm afraid. Oh, scrap everything. Yeah. Ban everything except the Dyson suck face mask. <laughs> It's the only thing you're allowed to have. What these kids are seeing, are you going to be able to immerse yourself uh, in this world yourself and understand what they're seeing, what they're experiencing? So, you know, get to know the content first before you well, I give... I've the exact same three uh, screenshots from VR over and over and over this one. So because far, they've, this... they've probably got a basic stutter stock account yeah. <laughs> where they're only, they're only allowed to use like three images per month or something. <laughs> <laughs> to keep recycling the same three scenes. Give them that Oculus or whatever and, and fix it to their head. Um, and certainly we need to set a parameter. It's it's probably because they didn't anticipate the guy speaking to be either so hideously ugly or so boring. So they're like, oh, God. There's only two shots. Doesn't matter. Play it again. Play it again. Got to get him off camera. ...about how long... Uh, these, you know, that you can use this. So maybe it's a half hour, maybe whatever, but make it a privilege uh, to be able to utilize this. Oh, imagine, imagine thinking it's a privilege to use Facebook's fucking virtual reality game. Fuck. <laughs> Punishment. Punishment for your child. Hey, do you want to sit down and play cards with Mark Zuckerberg? Fuck no. <laughs> no. Fuck no. And, and geez, go outside and ride a bike once once or twice, right? So yeah. um, I, I, I don't want kids spending hours upon hours with these things on their heads. I yeah. think the biggest concern for me... Okay, thanks, Dad. <laughs> ...me and, um, and my husband as parents is that we feel like when you're on that thing for so, so many... So it's not the dangers of virtual reality. It's the, the dangers of screen Shitty time. parents. <laughs> yeah, of being a shit parent and not just... Plunging your kid in front of a screen for the better part of the day. That's right. No, no, no. Virtual reality is to blame, Greeno. Mm. The VR headset is to blame for this. The hours, where does the line then become blurred between what is reality and what is not reality yeah. as adults, right? We is this reality, Greeno? Well, once, once you put the headset on, that's the virtual reality. Yeah. When you take the headset off, that's reality. I, I would argue, Greeno, that we are already a long fucking way from reality because I give you, I, I give you the Dyson. Dyson Zone air purifying headphones are real and coming this year. Let's go over how it works. That. That right there. So we're already a long way from reality because we have the Dyson suck face is readily available going to stores right now as we speak. We have a better idea of being able to kind of differentiate. When you're 12, 13, 14, 15, that might be a little more difficult, right? Yeah, that's a huge consideration. And and listen, with 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 the, the metaverse growing and, and this is going to be the new thing, right? So we have to be aware as parents about is the metaverse going to be the new thing though it is facebook related so a part of me thinks that this guy's just old and out of touch oh the kids with their facebook like they're not really doing facebook anymore the kids they hate it hey is this guy is, is this the dude that's talking tom jelnek yes so he head of marketing yes for steamroll animation he <laughs> works for the vr company <laughs> Doing a shit job. This isn't like I don't want my kids playing the game. <laughs> it's a terrible plug, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs>
Someone, someone, you know, in the office is like, "Get Tom in here on Monday morning." <laughs> what, are you, what are you, Tom? What the hell are you doing? You need to say that the kids need to be strapped into these things twenty four hours a day, mate. <laughs> Buy two. I'm not sharing with Caitlin. <laughs> Why are they getting a marketing deal? I thought this was like someone about you know child psychology or something. I didn't realize he was head of marketing at Steamroll Animation. Head of marketing. <laughs> I thought they introduced him as a cybersecurity expert, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going Hang on. on. No, the, the, oh, wait. So the cybersecurity expert is actually the head of marketing. Was it a marketing mm. idea to call him a cybersecurity expert, was it? Exactly. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what's going on in these worlds, mm-hmm. right? What's real? What's not? Yeah. How, how do we help our kids differentiate this and understand it? Yeah. So, well, here's the way. When you put the helmet on, it's not real. Okay. <laughs> done. <laughs> That's how you figure out the difference, okay? But dad, what if I, dad, what if I'm not wearing the helmet? Then it's real. Oh, yeah. okay. Cool. Figured it out, mate? Yeah. I love you, yeah. son. I love you too, dad. So again, a lot of the onus is on us as parents. Onus. Yeah. And I and think as there you go. parents, we've got enough time to deal with in the real world. All right. One last thing, Greeno, and then I'm going to jump out of here. This is a quick one. Uh, speaking of reality, I know you're a big fan of reality, Greeno. You love reality, don't you? All about reality. <laughs> All about reality. Well, I've got some more reality for you right here. Austrian neo-Nazi rapper sentenced to 10 years in prison, Greeno. Okay, now let's play our little game in the chat. What do you think he was sent to prison for? Okay. Now, he is white. All right. They are accusing him of being a neo-Nazi. So he's a white rapper who apparently is a Nazi. What are some of the crimes you think might land you 10 years in prison fitting his character profile? I'm saying hate crimes. Hate crime, which, you know, like a physical hate crime or? Uh, Potentially. Okay, so he might have like beaten up an immigrant or something. Yeah. Right. Okay, Greeno's going with physical hate crime, you know, an attack physically of the hate crime. Um, what do you say in the chat? What do you, drug offences? How about, you know, assault and battery? Maybe he tried to rob a bank, Greeno. He might have done that. He's a white guy, so maybe it was a mass shooting. You know. White guys tend to do the mass shooting. Hartler saying tweeting was the crime. <laughs> Ten years in prison for tweeting. Well, how about I give you this good news here? This is good news. Again, another layer of safety, Greeno. Another layer of protection. An Austrian rapper has been sentenced to 10 years in prison for violations of Austria's Nazi Prohibition Act, Greeno. The musician, who goes by the name Mr. Bond, gained a bigger public profile after a man who attacked a synagogue in the German city of Halle in 2019 used his music to accompany the live stream of his attack. Oh, I see. So somebody who did a hate crime was playing this guy's music. Therefore, he must be evil, Greeno. Must be. Must be. I mean, we're obviously responsible for the people that listen to our shows, right? We're responsible for everything they do, aren't we? Mm. You know. That's a concern. That is a concern, yeah. But it's a burden we have to carry, Greeno, as nobodies who create pointless content on the internet. (laughs) It's, it's it's, It's an expectation of us that we are also directly responsible for anything that anyone does should they listen to one of our shows. And I think that's fair. Uh, With great responsibility, Greeno. (laughs) The musician who goes by the name Mr. Bond gained a bigger public profile after a man who attacked a synagogue in the German city of Harlow in 2019 used his music to accompany the live stream of his attack. 
The judge at the Vienna Regional Court based his sentence on Thursday on the dangerousness of the 37-year-old defendant. This is the rapper. So the rapper is dangerous. Why is he dangerous, you ask? Great fucking question. Pointing out that his songs had already been downloaded hundreds of thousands of times. Okay. He's dangerous because... 100,000 people have downloaded his songs, Greeno. So let me get this right. 99,999 of his listeners, no hate crimes. No hate crimes. (laughs) Correct. One listener. One listener. Hate crime. Hate crime. So I'm seeing the link here. I'm seeing the link. Yeah, it's obvious, isn't it? Obvious. (laughs) Yeah. According to the indictment, listen to this. According to the indictment, the rapper glorified Nazism Adolf Hitler and the max, mass extermination of Jews in his music and his videos. He said edgy stuff in songs, Greeno. Mm. Okay. He Can't also, listen to this, he has also produced hate songs. <laughs> what are hate songs, Greeno? <laughs> hey, what's a hate song? Um, I don't have an answer to that one, sir. Okay. Is a hate song like, you know, like, say, Rihanna clapping back to an ex? (laughs) (laughs) Anything Taylor Swift writes. Swift, yeah. She would do a few hate songs, I reckon. Definitely. Is it like a diss track, Greener? I'm thinking so. Okay. But what if it's about, what what makes it different from a diss track to a hate song? Let's have a look. He has also produced hate songs targeting homosexuals, Muslims, and people with dark skin. It said, as well as producing a video tribute to the assassin who killed 51 people on an attack on Muslims in New Zealand in 2019, the accused pleaded guilty, quote, I was blinded and only now realise the implications of my actions. So he's apologising as they're giving him 10 years in prison. (laughs) 10 years in prison, yes, again, ladies and gentlemen, 10 years in prison for doing offensive rap lyrics. Words. Yep. Unreal. Yep. Glad I don't live in Austria. Yeah. Well, Australia's close. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty close. If only he was wearing his Dyson suck face, Greeno. Well, he's already got the uh, the undercover mask aspect covered. Yep. We just need the suck face on top. That's right. Because we've got to be COVID safe here with these mm-hmm. dangerous, dangerous rappers. Dangerous, yeah. Dangerous rappers. Those dangerous words. Well, that, what a perfect way to end the show tonight with a little bit of safety on the on the back end. Greeno, thanks for jumping on, man. I love you on my show. This is brilliant. Should oh, come on you. every week, mate. Unfortunately, you've got a fucking crappy little family you have to worry about. You know, exactly. And life. as the wife pointed out, the wife pointed out last night, we did our show had gone for like four hours last night. I know. Night. And, it was too and she's much. like, she's like, how do you what did you guys talk about for hours? I'm like, oh, it's the same shit we normally do. Yeah. And then when I pointed out I was going to jump on after I got home this morning, she's like, have you got anything left to talk about? I'm like, we'll find something. It'll be all right. <laughs> There's always I didn't something. I realise. We've got the, the genius that is the suck face. The like, suck face. Yes. We've got the yeah. energy vampires, Greeno. Yeah. Remiss not to not to discuss it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a pleasure coming on. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on. Fantastic stuff. And of course, Greeno. Uh, my co-host on the starting block, which you can catch Friday nights, Australian time, 8.30pm, Sydney time, to be precise. Absolute legend. I'll see you next week, brother. You shall. Take care. Thanks. There he goes, ladies and gentlemen. The great Greeno joining us live on the show. Thank you to everyone who joined us. Thank you to everyone who contributed tonight. Don't forget to follow some of our friends. Uh, Irrational Times will be coming up. 
Uh, I don't know if Joy of Pessy is back in Canada yet or not, or if he's still down south. I don't know. So I don't know if Major Tom or anyone's doing anything. I know Winning TV's doing a movie riff. Follow uh, at Real Person PLTCS will be streaming probably tonight and tomorrow night and Sunday night as well, even, I suspect. But, you know, he's always around. So give him a follow at Real Person PLTCS. Don't forget uh, the daytime guys, Victor Von Schroom. Rusty the Iceman, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget about the Kimmy Show. We got the Kimmy Show. We don't forget about the Kimmy Show. And yeah, that's about it. So, till next time, thank you for joining us. I'll see you next week. Stay calm. Stay rational. God bless. We'll see you soon. Bye bye. <laughs>